thing blocking up my blocking my yeah. shine, which I'm having none of. So, hello and welcome to, oh god, episode 16? 18 call. 18, whoa, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I'm jet-lagged. It's been a long week for you. It's, it's been a long-ass week, it's going to be an even longer fucking day, as we'll get to in a moment, <laughs> no doubt. But uh, this is episode 18 of the Carl's Corner podcast, and like last week, we're recording this live in front of an audience of 11 whole people. So, that's okay. good. Uh, on Twitch, and if anyone on Brew's listening at the moment, you want to like see it recorded live and ask questions and stuff at the end... Um, you could do that on my Twitch, which I'm hoping Lucas linked, because uh, that's what I'm here with today. I did last say, time. I'll try and remember <laughs> to do it again. Say hello, Lucas. <laughs> the editor will sort that out. It's fine. I said say hello, Lucas. Oh, no. Oh, I'm you not prepared it. for this so, bit. Yeah, you oh, absolutely you just fu- you've fucked up the intro we've done every single time for oh, God knows how long. I missed that Whatever, it's, but it's fine. It's only 18 episodes in, you've fucked it up. Yeah, um, that's how I do it. <laughs> And as per usual, Lucas, what are you drinking today? Because I, I drinking... didn't know if I was going to drink today <laughs> until you said that you were going to drink. So, I've just in case I put it in this mug so I could be like, not making you feel bad. It's coffee, but, uh, thank you. I'm actually drinking the uh, Brothers Toffee Apple Cider. Oh my gosh, it's the best. That's my oh. heroin, that. Yeah. I don't have much sugar fun. anymore, but when I do, I have <laughs> Brothers Toffee Apple Cider. It's not sponsored by Brothers Toffee Apple Cider, but it's fucking good. It's it. not, but like, if you're going to go for a sugary drink, just have all you, the fucking yeah. sugar. Oh, have you seen the little three thirty mil ones though? That are just, like they're the perfect amount. Oh no, I've not seen. And you get them ice fucking cold, man. But what I've got is I've got Volvic touch of fruit, lemon, and lime because it's sugar free, which is still water. So I'm basically drinking still water, and I'm gonna put rum in it. So, so still water. Because Carl was like, I'm gonna go get myself a drink. So I was expecting you to pull out some like Coke or lemonade or something. I've got Coca Cola, but I've been drinking so much brown liquid this month. <laughs> I'm like, I need something clear. You're just going to add a bit of brown liquid to the white. And I'm drinking out of my Goku glass. Oh, God. I've got my little Donald Duck mug on the go. Is that not Donald Duck? Why is he red? It's like a little um, weird pop art style mug. All right, fair enough. Coloured it all differently and stuff. And the chat's already telling me not to mix it with rum and they can fuck off because I do what I want. (laughs) As as evidenced by the fact, I do what I want. Um, We have covered in the podcast that you started out your mixing days with water, so you know. Yeah, oh god, yeah. So I've got better now, I've got water with flavour in it, so it's fine. I'll probably go get a Coke in a bit, it's just, I wanted I wanted just some water on oh, that's tap. Grim, man. Water it's, it's alright. It's got lemon, it's got a touch of lemon in it. Oh yeah, that's fine then. At the least lemon sparkling water. I was going to, but this was cheaper, so whatever. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Anyway. It's like 40p. It's it's my, 40, it's my 40p. Have you any idea how many videos I've got to make to make 40p? Because YouTube is fucking demonetizing them all. Oh, Which I'm going to start with this story, because fuck it. Um, we have recently, we're going to start re-uploading the videos we used to do, where it's, oh, YouTube took this video down because it was either demonetized or copyright struck. Oh, okay. And we're just going to remake it. And we've done one. It's uh, The original video was that time Jackie Chan admitted to liking horse pornography. Which, for obvious reasons, was demonetized by YouTube. Yeah. And Brad, God bless him, went through the original video, and every instance of me swearing or saying the worst horse pornography or anything that YouTube could deem, like, you know, bad, he's like mm. blurred over my lips and he's put a giant horse whinnying noise in the background, so you can't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> he uploaded that while I was on vacation. And he said, oh, you're not going to believe this, Carl, but that video has been flagged as unsuitable for advertisers. <laughs> and I just sat there on holiday. Going, what, what can we do? We have, he, uh, Brad has literally, oh. I watched the video, he's gone through. Every single time I swear, it's just like, it sounds like a horse who's been punched in the back of the head. 
He's just, that's all you hear, he's just horse. Oh, he's just God. horse whinnying and occasionally a northern man says a fact about Jackie Chan. Oh, God. And YouTubers yeah. like, flagged it as unsuitable for advertisers and we can't figure out what is wrong with that video because YouTube never tells you. Yeah, that's the thing, it's so just can, unsuitable, isn't it? So we can only hope that when they manually review it after it gets a thousand views... It gets like accepted because otherwise you have to take down that video and re-upload it again with all of that stuff taken out because we oh can't figure out what's wrong with it. The video will go up this Saturday, so it'll be going up a few days after this podcast goes live. Mm. So anyone watching or listening to me right now, go check out the video and see if you can spot what YouTube apparently found wrong with it. Because we can't. Both I mean, me, it's the title, Brad, still, and Misha. No, that the title is that time Jackie Chan admitted to liking equine special interest literature. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I can't spot what's wrong with that, to be fair. No. But YouTube can, and it got immediately flagged. And then another one about Oprah did. And we can't oh, okay. figure out what it got against Oprah. Because Oprah's too cool, but whatever. Apparently the two like no-nos on YouTube now are Oprah and horse porn. So I'm, I'm the glad... The standard, we, yeah? We started to narrow it down a little bit. So <laughs> You're figuring out like, the, the, the avenues that you can go down. Well, people don't believe when I tell them. Like, if you go on, if you get a video that's flagged as being unsuitable, YouTube doesn't tell you what's wrong with it. Yeah. You can only make a best guess. And, like, you can take it down and re-upload it and it'll get accepted. What Sometimes, is? Sometimes, like, they don't tell you. Like, and, well, right. when they accept it manually, when they manually view it, mm. they don't actually tell you what was wrong or what they <sighs> saw. So, you basically, it's just a guessing game, which is not ideal if you want to make a career out of this shit. No, I've seen with... um. They made a statement, I don't know if you saw it over the last couple of days, about manual copyright claims, and you can like get timestamps of where... like They have to put a timestamp of where they're claiming copyright on now, and oh, you can God. then... That's going to that's gonna really help, because it then it's just, oh, you know what, let's just take that bit out. Yeah, exactly, but if it's... That's different from when YouTube is saying it's unsuitable. YouTube yeah, still aren't telling yeah. you when it's unsuitable for advertisers. Unsuitable is it's so nebulous... We've had it for everything. There's one video where I managed to figure out no one else could because it was like, it was the most generic, I can't remember what it was about, but the way Brad words um, files, hmm. he'll put the date it was recorded, um, just a couple of random letters and some numbers and things, then he'll put like two words that reference yeah. the video. So for like the Jackie Chan one, it'd be like horse love or something like that, or Jackie horse or horse oh, Jackie. Okay. Just so we can, like, a shorthand way of seeing it. Yeah. And one video went on, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. We checked every source every link and i'll look oh the file name it's uh monday and then you put az after it and then it's like indiana jones or some shit so you've got m-o-n-a-z-i some other letters so in the middle uh, it just says nazi oh okay and that's what they're flagging yeah that's what's wrong with it that random string of numbers you've picked just so happens to say that and that's why that video is getting <sighs> immediately demonetized and if we don't notice that we'd just say well fuck it just upload the video because we've got no we've got nothing else to go up today yeah yeah and uh, yeah, it's not great. Like, it's really weird to me that they would pick it off file names because the amount well, of times I've just... The thing is, we don't know that for sure. No, but no, when yeah, we yeah. we changed the like... file name and re-uploaded it, it was fine. So we had to assume it was that. Yeah. But how dumb a system does that seem? Because, like, the if there's a guess. chance of file names, like, but not even file names, like, parts of your word, like, just being taken out of a file name being... Yeah, it's the, it's the Scunthorpe problem. Thing. The audience are never going to see the file name. No, no, no. It's, it's the Scunthorpe problem, which is um, the word Scunthorpe, like where I was born, rep, um, has the word cunt right in the middle of it. 
So whenever you try and search for it on Safe Search, oh, yeah, school good. websites and things like that, it automatically blocks it because it's got a swear word in the middle of it. <laughs> and it's called the Scunthorpe problem online. It's yeah. apparently especially prevalent for businesses in Scunthorpe. So if you call yourself like Scunthorpe Catering, you are going to basically never appear on anyone's Google searches <laughs> because it's got the word cunt in it. Which is fair enough, but at the same time, if you're like, well, I'm a, I'm a Scunthorpe-based caterer and you can't include the location of your business in yeah. your business name or on your website because you'll get lower search rankings. Oh, God. So you, everyone just calls themselves like um, uh, North Lincolnshire Catering and stuff like, like It's really it's just so catering. But it reminds me a lot of, um, I don't know why I've got onto this, but in Scunthorpe there was a, a hair salon called the Public Hair Salon and every single week someone knit the L. Yeah. So it's just called the Pubic Hair Salon. God, <laughs> that always they did not think that through. <laughs> it was the, the Scunthorpe Pubic Hair Salon. <laughs> just, it always made me giggle oh. when I used to go past it in the car and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a number one all over, please. <laughs> the short back and sides. <laughs> no. <laughs> just put a braid on it, please. Just, oh, man, before we go down that road, we can't go down that road. No, we Brew won't demonetise what they will yell at me if I can Brew will deem it so. una- <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to this week, man? Um, so not much really. Um, doing the usual light work, playing Destiny, you know, my usual week. And um, I have, in fact, picked up Mario Maker 2, though. That's been fun. Oh, cool. Have you made any penis levels yet? I haven't made any penis levels. Um, I did, however... So I was um, walking with my girlfriend to the train station earlier today. Uh, she's going away for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, okay, I've had this really cool idea. I'll go home and make that. And then remembered, oh, she's got the Switch with her the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, fuck. She's been making levels. Oh, just uploading like, oh, them. Oh, play this one. So I'm going to, I guess, after this, like, go and get a piece of paper and just scribble some fucking ideas on there and be like, oh, for some Mario Maker levels. Try and fuck them up. God. Uh, isn't there loads of weird stuff about that game? Can you play with friends on that? Because the only thing I hear is, oh, you can't play with friends online. So they're, they're looking into it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> It's Mario Maker, and you can't play it with your friends. You can friends. play it with random people online, but no, not your friends. That, not your that, friends, no, no. Why would that you do wouldn't that? be acceptable. Why would you want to play with your friends? But it's okay, because the online What about gaming seems collaborative? Uh, it's so fucking dumb. And can't you only have, like, 30 levels as well? So on your uploads, yeah, you can have, like, 30. But I think oh, if right. you get better ratings, you unlock more space so you know what that's what I was about to ask is that a thing because obviously the people who make sick yeah. awesome levels it's not fair they get limited just because so many yeah. people will, like flood it with cheap penis ones yeah or just that's good I appreciate that spam so the better shit some bowsers on the screen and go there you go there you go so the better your level is the better bunch that's pretty good I like that yeah yeah but um yeah there's already some like absolutely crazy stuff that I've seen online um just some of the the like creators I've followed from um like um awesome games from quick and stuff like that the, oh yeah, those guys. Those guys oh, they're just insane. I'm the, so I'm guessing you're going to bring your switch over and make me play some of these levels, then. I mean, probably. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I, you know what? I'll look forward to yeah. that. And everyone listening, you look forward to that too. I'm not really the biggest Mario person. See, I enjoy the games, like, but I never get past like the fourth level. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll try and make some like fun ones, not difficult ones for you to try out. So um, I don't mind Mario. It's just the, the um, when they start getting to the point. Where I've got to like walk really slowly and jump. I don't like that because this doesn't feel like Mario. Mario should always be sprinting at top whack. But the to be fair, time. Like, I mean, yeah, if you make a good Mario level and if you watch like good Mario players, even on the best, like at the highest level of Mario Maker, when you're watching like speedrunners and stuff or like just any Mario game, if they're 
if they stop moving, they're doing something wrong. Like, they are constantly fucking sprinting and jumping and grabbing Cooper shells and throwing it into the air and bouncing. And... But I can't play at that level, so I yeah. feel bad. So yeah. this, this is a level of gameplay that I can never attain, and I'm not interested in learning That's how thing. to perform at. Like, I can watch that, and I understand what is happening, and I know I'm never achieving that. <laughs> Just look at it and go, look at all this stuff you can't See, do. I look, and I go, okay, um, say, for example, Mortal Kombat, and I go, look at the video, and it's like, here's how to do a combo, and here's, here's the steps. I go, if I practice hard enough, I could do that. No, you can't. Because I, the Mortal Kombat's just so bad for oh you you didn't do backwards forwards exactly right on oh, the yeah. D pad fuck um, you but like for example you rolled your in, thumb as you try to do it no like, in just this one for example I learned a few like really long strings on that and really high level combos but just in practice mode and stuff Mario <laughs> Mario high level Mario I look at that and I go I don't care how much I practice I'm not getting on that but just something about though looking at the screen saying this plumber is hauling ass. <laughs> Like this, this is a, like a 35-year-old blue-collar worker who's just hauling the most ass I've ever seen a video game character. Because yeah. like, like, they say Sonic's supposed to be super fast, right? Yes. But I've spent half of the game, his games, even the ones that first got released, bumping into big iron spikes and slowing down. Yeah. Like, even in the 3D ones where it's all about speed, you'll walk into a wall and it'll immediately come to a stop and then walk. Just... And, uh. In my head, the gif of him just walking very slowly around the loop will always be like... <laughs> the uh, the Mario, Sonic 06 one. Where... Mario is always just hauling all the ass. Yeah. And he's always running. And he's just a dude. Yeah. He's just a guy in like overalls and boots. And he's running constantly <laughs> and jumping. He's got like a 30-foot vertical jump. And it's always Why, funny. Wh- like, Mario games always felt faster to me than well, Sonic. I think... Didn't someone work out? Was it game theory? Yeah, game theory worked out that technically he does run faster in the If you work out the pixel, and then someone else worked out as well, if you run from the start of the game to the end of the game, the first one, he runs like 1.2 miles. (laughs) That's it. It's 1.2 miles from the start of the Mushroom Kingdom to Bowser's Castle. It's like what most people would jog on a weekend. I mean, yeah, that's that's a very (laughs) light jog. Just, it's like couch to 5k, not necessary in the Mushroom Kingdom. Just fucking like... Explore that entire continent in an afternoon. (laughs) Just Mario, Mario's day trip, just exploring the entire kingdom. Oh, that's brilliant. But is there anything else you want to other than just desi- like devising horrendous levels for me to try and complete um, your Mario Maker? Yeah, so some stuff that like um, I'm not talking about just yet, but I had a cool idea for like a new um, series that I'm I'm like currently researching on YouTube. So I've had a lot of like thought, <laughs> and uh, I'm very excited. I like about how you being coy, like someone's going to steal your idea. I mean, like yeah. Carl's gonna like Carl, I mean, the person Carl. who hates doing work, is gonna steal your idea. I, I'm not not gonna say it could happen. You never know. Okay, I'm fair not, enough. Not fair the enough. fastest about these things, so but it's gonna take me a while. Keep your cars close to your chest and all that. Exactly one. right here. Uh, but no, it's really exciting. Doing a lot of research and stuff, and it's all like um, kind of like game developer side stuff. <laughs> so looking through a lot of um, game developers conferences and. Listening to developer interviews and stuff like that, so it's been fun. Oh, I see. So you go for that. Like you go for that deep dive thing. Yeah, trying to, which is why it's going to take me a lot longer to like research and stuff. Oh man, you're getting into that game a bit late, are you? The, I mean, the yeah. Deep dive YouTube videos. Like, that's such an oversaturated market already. Um, I don't watch those, but I get suggested them all the fucking time. I mean, time. to be fair though, it's a lot of like the things I watch on YouTube are mainly like apart from like speedruns, are deep dives on games and just like ridiculous, stupid like. Oh, here's stupid Pokemon like co- like things or stupid fighting game combos and stuff like that. 
So I want to... That is how I want to like balance my channel, is a bit of stupid and a bit of clever. So I could, I could do with, like... After, when I figured out that my TV had been calibrated wrong and I was playing with, like, half a second of delay on Dragon Ball Fighters, and that's why I couldn't do any fucking combos. I want to go back in there and see yeah. if I can do a combo video. Because I fucking love just, like, delving in there. Going, you know what? Let's break this game some more. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, the, the stupid, like, combo videos and uh, even the ones that you put on Twitter and stuff, just the ridiculous stuff that you can come up with on that game. The thing is, I'm not even very good at the game. I just like doing that. Oh, no, yeah, but there's I've a difference got, like, between, like, my go, okay, this, high this level move reacts in this way. And going, How can yeah. I do six of these? That's the thing is, you just go, oh... These four things link together really well. I'm going to make a stupid combo out of it. Or you, you turn around to us one weekend and you go, you know what? Discovered this new move is bullshit. <laughs> like, they've changed the move in this patch to make it yeah. just ridiculous. They've made it so it has this property and look how stupid it is. Yeah. Right, I'm going to get to this. I don't want to get too deep into it, but it's the, oh. um, the Goku Blue. They basically completely rehauled his entire tool set and now he's the most oh, okay. fun character in the game. Yeah. Like his super will teleport to wherever they are on the screen, which means you can launch them 100 foot in the air, do his super, and he'll follow them all the way up. But then you can do, then you can follow up with another super from another character who goes all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, because you your combo cap- videos were kind of like triangles, weren't they? Yeah. Of like knocking them like straight up, down straight diagonally, down. into yeah. another super. And yeah. yeah. That's what I love doing about it. Like, you know what? Try and get as many, get them to every corner you can. Corner to corner to corner <laughs> character, man. <laughs> I want to go for a jog with this character. They're going around. The, they're seeing all of this stage <laughs> before I kick their fucking ass. But no, I don't want to get too much into that. Exactly. That, but, that is a tangent we could talk about for a while. But Carl... <laughs> and I have uh, already, yes. So how has your very interesting week been? Well, it's, it's been all right. I went, to, I went to Los Angeles. And I could just say that like, is all the fun stuff I did. But that's not interesting. No. Because it's just someone bragging like I do this cool stuff. So she went to start one with, expo, right? That was the idea. Yeah. We're going to start with the flight from fucking hell. Oh, God. Uh, we don't do ads on this podcast, but I'm going to do the opposite of an ad, which is don't buy this thing. And that is Thomas Cook Airlines can go and fuck themselves. Because I don't... Admit, I've asked a few people so far, and I thought I was being spoiled by the other flights we've been on. Because I've been on a lot mm. of... Not a lot, but I've been on a few long-haul flights. I've been to China, I've been to Dubai, I've been to America oh, yeah. a few times. And every single time I've been on a long-haul flight... They've done the same thing. No matter how cheap the airline I've gone on, they've always done the same thing. It's fill you with food and just give you a shit ton of movies to watch so no one complains. Yeah. And when I was like, every time I've been on a long-haul flight, they always say, here are the... Like, some of the time, it's like movies that came out last week. I was going to say, you, like... I've, all, um, always well, Marvel movies. I've so, not done... So um, usually it's just, yeah. I've not done long-haul before, but yeah, that is all I hear is, here's a shit ton of movies, often like... They've just come out not long ago. Usually, yeah, on, on DVD or streaming. So yeah, I think yeah. like, when I went to I China um, for the second time, like basically, in, uh, no, Dubai, Infinity War had just come out. Yes. And on the flight back, it's like, oh, just watch Infinity War. And you watch, you know, then you watch Infinity War, it's three hours gone, then another movie, then another movie. Basically, mm-hmm. time's gone by the time you watch a movie, and they ply you with food the entire time. Yeah. And I thought this was just standard. So did I. Uh, but not, not, on, not on Thomas Cook fucking airline oh, now. God. Because I got on my flight, which was late, because of course it fucking was. I get through the queue, and I give them my boarding pass, and they can't scan it, and it's okay. And then I go onto the plane, and I wasn't able to change my seat. Luckily, I ended up sat next to the window, so that was fine. I said, oh, okay. and this nice lady who understood that. Yeah, I only standing up for the toilet every 20 minutes, <laughs> because I drink a lot. Yeah. But not on that flight, because I didn't give us any drink. I sit down, there was a bottle of water, and that was our drink for the flight. For a 10-hour flight, one bottle of water, what? and then a cup of tea like halfway through. And I sit down and I go, okay, let's check out the entertainment. So, oh, 
We've got four movies available for you, sir, because you're a economy light passenger. You can't access our full oh, no. range of movies. You only get four movies. And I think it was something like you've got Avengers Age of Ultron, which is okay to watch. I mean, yeah, but it was like, oh man, that's ridiculous. You've got Stan and Ollie, which is that um, John C. Riley movie, I think, that got like 1%, and people were walking out of the cinema during it. I've never heard um, of Aloha, which is the Emma Stone one, where she pretends to be Asian and she's not. Ooh. And then just some like, artsy indie movie I couldn't be asked watching. So four movies. Or you can pay, I think, £6 to upgrade to the premium pass, which is basically just access the content that's already on your little handheld thing in front of you, but pay us money to access it's it. And I went, no, I'm not fuck, yeah. I'm like, fuck no, fuck you. I'm paying you for this flight, I'm not paying again. But okay, they've got movies, they've got TVs though. So okay, maybe TV shows. Mm. Maybe I can binge a series while I'm on my way there. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's the same deal. You get one episode from six different series. What? One episode? Or, yeah, or you can pay the premium pass and you get ten episodes from a series. And I think, okay, maybe, how much maybe that's not to, so bad. How, it's how only six pounds, but it's the principle. It's the principle that I'm yeah. not paying to access stuff that you basically, you didn't tell me. Because you would have told me prior to the flight, yeah. in an email, you only get access to I would have brought more stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so, and you think maybe maybe it's TV shows out bad. Maybe it's like an episode of Game of Thrones. You can see the TV into that. It's like mm. good, like 45 minutes. Maybe a documentary, a David Attenborough thing. No, no, no. It's Two Broke Girls and Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I can't wait to watch one episode no, of those each. No. And you think, that alone is bad enough. But it's okay, I took my Switch and I took my phone. So I can listen to music mm. and I can play my Switch. So yeah, I did yeah. that, I played my Switch for two hours and then my Switch died. And oh, it's okay though, they have the little charge port on the TV. Plugged it in. Oh, there's not enough wattage to charge my Switch and play it at the same time. Oh, no. So I couldn't <laughs> play my Switch and charge it. So what I had to do is... Like ration out the energy. Oh. I charged my switch for twenty minutes while just sat listening to like watching one episode of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> go back to my switch. We'll play it for twenty minutes. Do like a run of dead cells. Go back, watch an episode of Two Broke Girls, and go. Okay, okay, my switch has charged up enough now. Play oh no! And then they brought my lunch round. You think at least the food's all right? And it usually it's get something hot, a snack, a cup of tea, yeah, yeah. and then like a sandwich or something. No, it was. Pasta, by which means like five pieces of pasta, and bread. Oh no. Just bread. No. Just bread on its own. That's not to oh, fuck me. It's gonna <laughs> die of carbs. So that was oh, terrible. You know. <laughs> so, that was my flight, yeah. And then I got in, and this is where I, my, like, I just went, I hate America. I love going, but I hate arriving in America. Bear in mind, I was already pissed off from my flight. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because I didn't, I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't play Switch, couldn't listen to music. Couldn't check, mm. I needed to make sure my phone had a chance. I couldn't even listen to music on my phone. The only music I listened to is the ones that they recommended in their playlists. And they oh, have like right, a 90-minute yeah. dance playlist, which I listened oh, no. to on repeat <laughs> for three hours. Because fuck it. Oh, and I get in. And it's LAX, and I've heard it's busy. I'm going before the 4th of July weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there is a queue of about 200 people. Which isn't that bad. No. If. And what they've done at LAX Airport is they've got these new electronic check-in things. And I yeah, compare before, them to... Joe, when you go to like Tesco. Yeah. And you have the electronic um, scan things. Yeah, like, yeah. They're a bit finicky, they're a bit annoying, but the benefit is they never turn off. There's always one there. And there's usually someone watching so they can help you if you have a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I consider these passport things, like they're basically the passport answer to that. Mm-hmm. And you go up and you scan your passport and they take a picture of it and they take a picture of your face. So there's like a picture of your passport, photo and your face. You enter your basic details, um, when you arrive, where you flew from, where you're fl- you staying, that sort of thing. Like have your oh, Esther, okay. like the visa thing to get into America. All done, you get a little printout with all that information on it. Yeah. You then get directed to the same queue you were just stood in to wait for a person to manually check that and then enter it all into the computer system. What? Yeah, do the same thing that you've just done. And I'd like to point out there was like 20 machines and three people working. So what? what's the point yeah, of yeah. Like having that my machine theory, My theory is that the TSA have a good union. And what they've done is they've said when they introduce these things, well, we've, you've still got to have people there. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't have people working there, we're not gonna like we're gonna like play holy hell up. Hmm. And that's my theory. So they, the way they placated the TSA union is to say, well, someone still has to check all the piece of paper. Yeah, I making so, this yeah. electronic checking system completely fucking worthless. Yeah, because I get I get it from that side of like, oh well, we don't all want to like fucking lose our jobs to this just little computer that is going to do everything for us. But what is the point of having them there if all it's going to do? is give you a middleman to do what you already would have done. Yeah. And then they asked me the same questions that the machine asked me as they typed into the computer. And also, let's point out as well, the guy who was working, like, the p- people who work at TSA have got no sense of urgency. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I was staring, and the, the guy I was go to, I was next, been waiting in queue for an hour, and he's staring, and I could see in the reflection of his glasses, he's on fucking Facebook. Oh. I could see it. I can see he's reflected his glasses. I can oh, see God. Facebook posts. And he's scrolling like, down. Fucking hiding it. And I'm there like... That doesn't play well for an audio. That's me just crossing my arms and like fuming silently. I mean, yeah. And then eventually, the guy just holds up his hand and just motions me to come forward. So obviously, I'm surprised to pick up my bags. And then he sighs. He sighs, so I'm taking a long time to pick up my bags. <laughs> like, you fucking... You're on Facebook! And then he asked me all the same questions oh. that I'd just been asked by the machine, and then gets the piece of paper and fills in the information on it into a computer system yeah, again. Yeah. And I think, okay, well, at least that's the end of it. Surely I can just go into the airport and go and get to my Airbnb. And it didn't, because after you've done that, that piece of paper, you have to hold on to it and hand it to baggage check. So they can check again whether or not you're the person on the piece of paper after two forms. Oh, God. Because two checks isn't enough, Cal. And also, let's point out, they check as you get on the plane. So in the eyes of American customs, in the 10 hours I was on the flight, I could have turned into another person. But then in the the hour between getting from the plane to the front of the airport, I could have also changed to another person twice. Yes. Yeah, you could have done, Cal. Like, it's so fucking stupid. And what really, really got me though? So, like yesterday, I went to Disneyland. Or Monday, I went to Disneyland. And Disneyland have a better system than the TSA. Disneyland was more efficient because they screen you when you go into Disneyland. So, yeah, you're not yeah, taking weapons or foods into Disneyland. Yeah, they check your passport, they take a photo to make sure you're not using someone else's ticket. Oh, really? Um, and they can't, and they shuttle you to like from the screening area to the park. I, oh wow! Disneyland had about five times as many people trying to get into it as the airport did when I arrived, mm-hmm. and they about and they got all of us in before I'd even got to that electronic counter thing. Fucking so hell. yeah, the lesson here is um, American government just let di- like Disney just run <laughs> your airports because they're Disney, fucking better at it. 
don't just buy out every fucking media property Disney. Buy out the airports as well. Oh, it's, it's so fucking stupid. It's, it's weird just... though. Like in a Disney in Paris, it's literally just like you have like a baggage check and a screening and stuff, but there's no like shuttles through places and there's no um like taking pictures of your passport and stuff like that. Yeah, they they, they, level. they they do not fuck around. No. But at the same time, we got through in about ten minutes. Yeah. Like the whole process was so painless. It's like, how is Disney better at this than the fucking government? Honestly, with the resources ridiculous. they have, like Disney efficiency. I mean, they've got to be out there. If, if you want, like, if you're in Disneyland, like, I've got like gone as a kid, but like when you go as an adult, I've gone a few times. Like, you appreciate the fucking effort that goes in. Like, you look at a crowd of just thousands of people in that fuck while I'm here all night, and you just. Through. Yeah, they straight through. through. No messing like, around. Because they know if you're not in the park, you're not spending money. Yeah. You're exactly. not fucking messing around. So I go into, a, I went to like a, get a coffee or something. I thought, I'm going to wait in this. This queue's massive. No, fuck that. Starbucks, you've no, you haven't seen efficiency. So you see a Starbucks in Disneyland. Yep. They get your ass through there because <laughs> they want you to spend that $8 on that fucking coffee. Yeah, they do. They do not mess the. Oh, it's so. But just the juxtaposition of why is Disney. Why is Disney. Better at airport security than the airport. <laughs> why are they better at realising like you do, why don't take off your shoes? What are you gonna hide in your shoe? If you can take over a plane with your shoe, you can take over <laughs> it with your bare hands. I'm sorry. Is that simple? <laughs> she reminds me a lot of a story I got told. It's um, a friend of mine's brother is like in the military mm. and they were flying to a base somewhere and they got stopped for like nail clippers. And they took his nail clippers off him. He just looked the person dead in the eye and went, if you honestly think I could take over a plane with nail clippers, I can take over my bare hands, mate. <laughs> and the guy just gave him the nail clippers back. <laughs> it's like this is back in the day when you could yell, like you could argue with airport yeah. security. I was getting tackled to the floor. <laughs> but, oh, man, yeah, that was uh, my initial just view of the United States. So it wasn't a good one. It wasn't no. the best start because that was not great. So moral of the story, going. just don't fly with Thomas Cook. I mean... Don't... Yeah, Thomas Cook Airlines. Like, fuck Thomas Cook Airlines. Fuck me. So on the way back know. as well, this is this is true, I, I got to the thing, it's like, oh, board this flight this time. Hmm. Got to a time where basically the plane is supposed to have flown. They do an announcement. Um, we're sorry to all Thomas Cook passengers. Um, we're still waiting on the pilot. The pilot doesn't want to get on the fucking plane. Why should I? It's like, the, they were looking for the pilot. Just they couldn't find him. What the fuck? <laughs> it just oh, sums up, doesn't it? The pilot doesn't want to be on the plane. <laughs> he was a good pilot, though, I will admit. Um, as we were flying back, he kept like just doing announcements, hmm. just saying, "Oh, um, I'm going to reroute us over the Grand Canyon," just so he can look out the window and see it. Oh, and okay. there's no more depressing than just seeing like 400 people slowly turn their head. And then turn it back and just shut the blinds, keep watching fucking Marvel movies. It's like, oh, god damn it. This pilot shot was all faded. One of the natural ones of the world. I thought yeah. that. No. It's getting glare on the screen for Avengers, man. None of that. So but, when you've oh, gotten over your airport woes, how was actually... Not, I'm never getting over the airport woes. No, no, that's, that's the story when for When you got through life. your airport... Yes. What was LA actually like? What was your, your time there like? It's nice. The city is very nice, but... And I think this is true of most of America, at least the cities, where just the the contrast between rich and poor is so stark. 
Yeah. And obviously this is supposed to be a comedy podcast, but there were a lot of homeless people in LA. But we were stopping in a fairly nice Airbnb. Mm. It was like a, a, a penthouse, but it was like the top floor. Oh, they, okay. Basically the equivalent of a penthouse's pool house. Because it's basically, yeah, yeah. this is where we go in summer when we want to go use the hot tub. Mm. But fuck it, it's too hot, rent it out. So oh, we were yeah, staying yeah, in just like an entire floor of their penthouse. They just basically just sectioned off mm-hmm. and said, you use it. And to get there, we had to walk past like a homeless camp. And you yeah. go, so you go from basically there's literal just homeless people on the street just sleeping in front of the door, walking to immaculate clean reception area with like a well-dressed concierge with like pure white gloves. And yeah. you go up like a 13 floor elevator and walk out onto this wonderful balcony of the views of like Los Angeles. And there's this hot tub waiting for you and a barbecue area and just this like crisp linen sheets. It's like, oh, that's really weird. Yeah. And that, everywhere you went is like that. You can go right. like one block over. You can be, like the, um, like the convention center is a really nice area. It's like an old built up shopping area. Yeah. One yeah. block over, there's just like entire streets just lined with tents, just homeless tents. And you don't really see that in the UK, so that was really surprising, like no, just driving through, I mean, and it's just I, so normalised. I've lived in, like, a couple of cities in the UK, and, I mean, I thought, like, we had it relatively bad in our cities. Like, you walk down a street, and you, you see, like, a good, like, three, four homeless people of a night normally. Um, but, yeah, I've never seen anything along the lines of, like, actual just streets lined with tents and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's crazy. And the person I was with just said, this is what it's like. But it's the juxtaposition of just, oh, we're going to basically this immaculate penthouse, like, so yeah, well-maintained. Like just we down presume, the line of, like, a homeless camp or whatever. Not even down the line. It's like you can walk, you've got to walk past to get into it. And, like, next oh, door, right, they're yeah. doing, it was like, the building next to us was condemned. But it's, yeah. it, it's been built in, it's, it's very odd. But it was a very nice penthouse, and there's lots of pictures of me just, like, stood on the balcony with a cup of tea going, yeah. <laughs> and there's ones of me in the uh, the hot tub just with a beer just living that life yeah. it's hard to do it oh you've yeah you've got obviously. a hot tub and you've got to drink beer in a hot tub you've not I lived until so you've done it I, I'll, like I'll replace so the beer toasty. with the cider but you know <laughs> <laughs> my balls were so toasty but my head was so cold it was great <laughs> oh god it's fucking brilliant but it's, yeah it's um, weird to say the least like it's a lovely city but you, I wouldn't want to spend a prolonged period of time there because I did the classic thing of I've got to know how hmm. much would it cost to live here? Oh, yeah. yeah. I make okay money. I, I, I have a YouTube channel. I've got a business. Like Big Wangers, look it up. And I could not afford to live in Los Angeles in an apartment half the size of the one I live in now. Really? No. Not with health insurance and all that stuff on top of it. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. to me, That's is true. so depressing. Yeah. And my friends are like, well, I just think everyone lives with their parents or rents a house yeah. with six other people. Fucking hell. So it's nice for a vacation. Um, I would never want to move out there. That's that's. I think that's a lot of American listeners are probably going to get salty about this, and they get very angry. This is what like perplexes me about like the health insurance system. Oh right, I thought it was meant like the city's being no, um, no terrible. It's just like the health insurance system of like not only do you have to pay all this health insurance, you can have like a you got, you got severe to pay health well. problem that you have to sort out or you die. And it makes you bankrupt and homeless. Oh, it's, it's like how how would you Crazy. rather do that than pay tax? Man, that's freedom. It's <sighs> my it's my right as an American to die of easily preventable diseases. Is, is that, and injuries. Is that core, like that whole mentality of it's fine because it won't happen to me? 
and then it That's does it on off. And then when it does, you lose all your money in your home. I've always, I think I've said it multiple times. One of my favourite stories is is just the one of a lady who went to New York, like a British woman went to New York, gave birth to a baby prematurely, and got mm. slapped with a million dollar bill for the hospital stay and the keeping the baby in like you know premature care. And it's like we, we're not letting you take your baby until you pay us. It's like what? What? Because <laughs> the baby's premature, we've got to keep it for three weeks. <sighs> So you have to stay in America for another three weeks, but every day the baby's in hospital is another like hundred thousand dollars on your bill. For me, <laughs> it's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's cool. like, so my life's I get birth to the miracle of childbirth. Your life ruined. Yeah, you have. If you to gave pay, birth um, one day later, right on the if you give birth on the flight, yeah, you'd be rerouted to a place with it's a crazy off. thing. Well, let's move and, away from that because yeah, we could talk about that's that. That's just hilarious. perplexing, and as we have said a couple of times lately, talking about like American stuff. This is just us from, like, the perspective of a British person. But, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's, it's weird when you get, like, Joe, you pay, like, £20, um, uh, what's it now? You pay, like, £20 insurance for flying, and I'm covered up to £20 million. You think that sounds, <laughs> oh, I'm never going to cause $20 million worth of medical bills. And then you see the stories, and, oh, maybe I would. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Holy you just shit. fucking break your leg out there and can't travel back. Oh, man, yeah, because that's what it covers. It's, it's uh... So yeah, when I, I whenever I travel to America, I always make sure I get that really good health insurance. Yeah. That the one that just says you're covered up to like several dozen million dollars because <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Yeah. If I fall over and break my leg, I don't want to get sent to the rich person hospital, man. <laughs> Not a fucking that. If I, I was in like Los Angeles, they might have sent me to one of like the one that celebrities go to. Oh god. Do you, know those, do you remember that story where it was, I think it's like a Beyonce had a cold or somebody no. like that? So it was some big celebrity had a cold. And they went to, and they shut down the entire floor at their request, so no one could come in and take pictures. And they just put like an old woman out in the hallway, and they died. This is a real story. It might be, it might be Michael Jackson. He's one of those like, those super uber celebrities who can make a request no, like that. I've never it. heard. Well, if I have, I've forgotten about it. But like, I don't yeah, think I've ever heard that. I'm sure someone can look it up and tell us in the comments or the um, the chat's going on now. But I distinctly recall there was like some big celebrity requested the entire floor to themselves, and they just kicked someone out. Oh, just no. put them in the hallway and they died and they tried suing the celebrity and didn't get to sue them because the hospital made the choice of their own volition oh god and then yeah all you want to do is be suing a fucking hospital don't you like yeah. the thing that keeps oh. other people alive. Is, yeah, someone said it's Beyonce having a baby when she had the baby oh, she shut down the entire me. floor and just someone died wow <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So Beyonce could have her baby in peace. So let's move swiftly on to talk about words. Anime Expo. Let's talk about you know, the anime bullshit that I did. So Just, yeah. That was a, a fairly wild experience for me. Because I don't watch much anime, but I was invited by a friend. I went, you know what? Fuck it. Colson I'm going to go. It was all about anime. <laughs> now, I'm going to go and just experience yeah. this for what it is as just a complete, almost complete outsider and just live that dream. I'm going to go, I'm going to eat like shit, I'm going to drink every day, and I'm going to come home, and it's going to be glorious. Yeah. And it was an experience. (laughs) Nothing can prepare you for just the amount of bodies. Especially like just very, very large bodies that smell a little bit. I've heard there's a lot of like... sweat and stench at conventions like that. Not just just anime, just... Any, any convention, convention yeah. like this that, one especially though. though. Anything that's uh, just packed with 
big bodies just yeah. and I was humbled upon walking in because a friend of mine does cosplay mm. and she was going so it was a good opportunity to meet her um, so I've not, not ever met her in person oh okay and yeah. while I was there before I went I announced I'm going to be at Anime Expo mm-hmm. um, if you see me walking around come say hello because all I'm going to do is like you know buying dumb stuff yeah and when I met with her I said to her okay let's make a bet then um, how many people are going to stop you for a photo excuse mm. me for cosplay and how many people are going to recognise me Within five minutes, she'd got 20 people stopping her. Like people, like people just walking through the convention center, just yeah. as friends talking, but she's in full cosplay mm-hmm. with her ass hanging out. Oh, and right. there, were, there were guys running up behind us to take photos with her. Like running up, chasing us down the hallway Fucking to hell. stop her and get the photo with her. And the one that really oh. weirded me out, though, is a guy came up and asked her to take a selfie on his phone and then passed the phone to me didn't recognise we said, here, take a selfie on my phone. I'm like, I'm really okay with doing it. I don't want a stranger to have a picture of me on their phone. Thank you very much. So they weren't aware of who you were? They just no, wanted a no, selfie? No, no, they just wanted a selfie of a random person. And I asked my, I asked my friends, okay. like, does this happen? Oh, this happens all the time. This is my life now for the next, like, basically three hours. And she just stood in the um, convention hall bit and just everyone's coming and asking to take photos. I mean, which was, you know, I... I kind of understand if like oh you know cosplayer and that and then obviously oh, yeah, you've got yeah. that combined with a like a, you know oh attractive girl in cosplay or whatever you've got that, that like melting pot when someone's just going here random person take a selfie of yourself yeah that's like, what really weird that's me that's really out. strange so what is this album being used for because like I understand you're doing it with like you know the objectively super hot girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Why do you want like this red-faced British man <laughs> with a shit haircut? I don't get it, dude, man. That's weird. But so I've was... experienced that like a little bit because I obviously get a lot of looks with my hair. You get occasionally get a lot of like, especially foreign people walk up to me and ask <laughs> if they can just have a picture with me because of my because hair. your hair's so weird. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. I do no. Uh, no, and I know there's probably plenty of people who just take it without asking. Probably yeah. I I, I saw strange. a lot of that. One of the things yeah. I want to keep an eye out for is how many people are trying to like surreptitiously take photos of people's asses. Oh, because what I, I was keeping out for ninety percent of photos taken. Yeah, because I went for like the I'm going for the people watching aspect, and I just spent a bit of time just looking out onto the convention hall where people pose for hmm. photos, and there are so many guys going past with their phones trying to get pictures. Of cosplayers from behind to get a picture of their ass. Yeah, it's like really, dude, really. Yeah. So most of them will let you take you. Just ask them. That's the thing is that they're fully aware they're in cosplay, and that if they're in provocative cosplay, they're all aware of it. Like it's, if there's if just that aspect, of, I'm going to take the photo. Ask them, they will probably pose for you to take yeah, a good and, picture. But I was speaking to my friend officer because I I wanted to hear all the horror stories. It's hmm. like, oh yeah, I know people who they will say, you can only take a photo of me from this approved spot. And I will check the photo after you've oh, taken okay, it. Because yeah, so yeah. many people get the photo, turn the camera down and zoom in. And it's like, I don't want that. Please no. stop doing that. I'm dressed like in this costume for a reason. Don't take a picture of my vagina, please. Yeah, yeah. But I learned a lot of the mechanics as well. And they were telling me, like, oh yeah, my ass is so sweaty right now. Because I have to like lube myself to get into the costume. <laughs> oh, God. Like, which makes me realise, this is not a realistic costume. No, no. And the first, when someone who's trying to wear it, he has to lube themselves up to get into yeah, it. Yeah, the amount of times where it is like, oh, um, we, we've like gone around the the, co- the floor of Anime Expo or whatever, or Comic Con. And we've asked like people, how did you do your costumes? And people are, 
Oh yeah, so I got up at like three o'clock this morning That's to like the one, yeah. start the prep for wearing this outfit. Oh, it's, it's, the amount of effort that goes into it is insane. So like my I mean, friend, I think the next day, so devoted. Fair enough. Did a widow maker one? Oh, okay. So she had to paint herself purple. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of Airbnbs. They've figured that out when they know like oh, anime expo, comic cons mm. around the corner. No fucking body paint. Because <laughs> so many people are putting body paint on and getting like the showers of hotels and yeah. Airbnbs and just ruining them or getting the bed and ruining the bed. And I said, did your Airbnb not specify that? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, you're going to get so, you're going to get in so much fucking trouble. I have experienced If you're, just, like, you're this. painting yourself bright fucking purple. It's, oh no, it's fine. Just with my hair alone, I've experienced this. I've ruined like showers. I've ruined... Bed, when you come to my house, is... you bring a separate towel to not ruin my I've towel. learned, yeah. Like... So I wouldn't an entirely blue person getting into the shower. <laughs> it's just the top of my fucking head. And then she's just oh. like covered herself head to toe purple. It was it was really, really impressive. And I was like really glad I got to see it like live. And one of the things I asked that friend to do is I said, oh, can you please, please bring one of your prints but bring mm. your work. And it's on display in the office behind me now. But oh, is this the one it. that you sent me a picture of earlier? Yes. Yeah. And it is them <laughs> in, I think, the Harley Quinn cosplay. I, I mean, which they, Yeah, that's what I mean. They said, it's, oh, it's, it's, I hate it so much. It's so bad. But they've signed it to Carl, the biggest big dick YouTuber I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes. And I was hoping I'd get stopped on my way back home for my airport security. Hey, and what's this then? I was looking and going, yeah. That's fucking right. Yeah. That's that's my friend. I know what I'm doing. But oh <laughs> man, that was, I was howling when I got given that on like the fucking shop floor, and I just got this, <laughs> just this picture of this half naked woman saying, "Carl's got the biggest dick on YouTube on it." So, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Oh man, and that's what you get when you make friends with people. And you're nice to people. They'll do favors for you like that. Oh yeah, yeah. they'll yeah. do the dumb favors, and I. I will say, I don't know many anime characters. I was there, like, spotting the stupid ones. And I didn't really get many photos, except mm. with the stupid characters. And one that I did get was Out of Work Spider-Man. Do you know from Spider-Verse? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Where Spider-Man wearing That's sweatpants. A guy, yeah. came with a, a guy with a bit of a beer gut came in sweatpants and a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> so you know what? That is playing to the body type you have. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and you're just wearing like these baggy grey sweatpants with his beer gut hanging over the top in this skin-tight <laughs> Spider-Man costume. And he kept going around like that, just double finger-pointing everyone. And it's like, I'm getting a fucking photo of you. Yeah. And then someone else, and I was contend this is the best cosplay I have ever seen. Um, it was a guy dressed like Chris Tucker from Fifth Element. And do you know what that is? So what I want you to I've do for now is just type in Chris Tucker fifth element on your computer. I'm gonna get my phone. I'm, hope, I'm so hoping I've got the right thing the, here. Uh, typing noise. I'm hoping I've got the right character here. I love how I want to avoid the typing noise and you're just like. Oh mate, you need it. Yeah, there it is. And when you tell me when you get to the one with the hair dick. It's the, specifically the costume. Oh, with, yeah, I know what you mean. It's the leopard oh, yeah. print with the blonde hair dick. Yeah. Someone was wearing that exact <laughs> costume. And I saw it from about, like, 500 yards away. I saw it across the convention hall and I need a photo. <laughs> I need a photo with this, you know like, what? Adonis. That is this Cadillac of, of men. Yeah. And it, it was one-to-one. Oh, it really? was spot-fucking-on. And they were just there buying a T-shirt in this costume. <laughs> 
was like, I need a photo See, with this man. That's, I think that that's is why amazing. I'd love to like, go to... I've never been to a, a convention like that. I'd love to go for moments like that where not, oh, here's the picture of me posing perfectly in my outfit. It's Here's me going about my everyday fucking cosplay life as, like, Chris Tucker with dick hair. <laughs> like, oh, man. But that, that costume, I saw, like, I need a picture of this guy. So there's yeah. a lot of, like, dumb anime weeb shit. It's like, no, this is the one. This is the person who's like, I'm going to dress like the character I want. I don't mm. care. It's not anime. This just looks awesome. Yeah, that is that is pretty boss. I mean... And that was so good. So... There was also a guy who did Yamcha, and he oh. brought his own crater, <laughs> and he lied in the crater in the Yamcha pose and vaped to make it look like it was in a smoking crater. And people dressed like Dragon Ball characters kept coming up and posing on it and flexing on him. But I saw, you know what as well? Again, fucking dedication. Yeah. It's something no one else I saw do. No, no. I, I saw plenty of Gokus. I saw plenty of people like Vegetas. I saw plenty of like Saiyans and people mm. wearing like Scouts and stuff. I saw one Yam chat and he fucking committed. And he was just lying in the thing, just vaping. <laughs> and he's like, yes. Oh, I also saw a lot of police officers and I kept asking them, oh, I love your costume, mate. And, then, and every time I said it, you saw in the eyes, I hated it. Like every time I saw a security guard, oh, mate, I love your costume. And they just look at me and go, <laughs> just shake their head. It's like, oh, no. He's heard this about 20 times already. Yeah, probably. Anyway. Probably more. I'm going to keep saying it because eventually I'm going to get that one smirk. I'm going to get that one. <laughs> yeah. Or the person who actually isn't a police officer. Yeah. And, like, you know, squares up, tries to beam me up. Probably. Like, gets tries to stick out and just tries to go in the back of the leg. Just tries to go for the dance off. <laughs> Oh man, there's there's some really good ones, but I think that's they're the two that like really struck me. So it on was... a, like a scale of like people, how many actually cosplay? Because all I see is oh here's like a video of all the cosplayers that we've seen on blah 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 on YouTube and all that. But what I'd percentage roughly? About twenty percent. Oh, five percent, and then of that twenty percent, you've just got I say. Like, fraction who to take it they are the ones that they turn up and they've got bodyguards yeah, yeah if it's not a bodyguard it is their boyfriend who is usually fucking huge <laughs> like i saw a zero suit samus and her boyfriend was the biggest man i've ever seen because if you're walking around a zero suit samus you need some protection because that ass is going to get grabbed yeah and I, there are so many signs everywhere saying do not grab girls asses and i was so annoyed that these were a thing and yeah my friend who did it said I once did a panel on it where I had to explain to people this is not okay. It's like, how is this something you have to explain? That is the side of the culture that I really don't like. Yeah. I love the but, stupid, oh, let's let's like go around his Yamcha in a crater. That was Shit, like, that's really cool. That's that's awesome and I love like I really like watching anime, I wish I'd watch more and stuff, but like having to sit there and tell people and have signs up to just not cosplay. Girls. Cosplay like, is not consent. That's what they said. That's it. It just baffles me, and it just really makes me like concerned about identifying with that kind of group of people. Yeah. The thing is, as well, I never managed to get um, a picture with my mate who did it because she was really busy, mm. and I didn't want to bother when she was busy. And then one day I was hungover, which obviously is totally me. Oh, and yeah. I wanted to get. I wanted to get like, the ultimate hover hand photo. I wanted to get like a hover hand photo with her. So it yeah. looks like I'm like, oh no, I'm too nervous, but I want you to do hover hand as well. And I want to get like a line of hover hands going on. <laughs> uh, or aka Keanu Reeves hands. Yeah, yeah. So we've seen that Keanu Reeves does hover uh, hands. Yeah. Keanu Reeves respects women. Because Fucking he respects legend. their personal space. That's right. You know what? Keanu Reeves loves everybody. But I never, I never managed to get that. It's a bit of a shame. 
But, no, it's yeah, fun. and then we had like three earthquakes. They were fun. Yeah, so I heard about. No, that. no one gives a fuck. The first earthquake that went on, I was in mm. the Airbnb, hungover, and I genuinely thought I was just really hungover. <laughs> like there was until my friend went. No, it was an earthquake. What do you mean it was an earthquake? No, the 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 building shaking. Oh shit! Sorry, I thought that was me. <laughs> Go outside. And we literally look over to the opposite building. Hmm. People are just coming out in dressing gowns. Just going, is that an earthquake? So, yeah. Okay. And we go back to bed. No <laughs> one gives a shit. No one give a shit. It was great. I was, um... And the next time it went off, we were in a bar. Hmm. And a basketball game was on TV. And we saw the basketball game have to stop for the earthquake. Because <laughs> like, the earthquake was going off. And I went, oh, look, look at the TV. And you saw the basketball game. All the people on the court going... <sighs> oh, this it messed again. up someone's three throw. It's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like someone's three throw got messed up by an earthquake, and they had to retake <laughs> it. It's like, what a ledge? Fucking love it. No, you know no what, one gives a shit. If that's a fucking excuse and a half to retake a throw, yeah, an the earthquake. fucking earthquake threw me off, mate. Oh, so well, apparently, that's the buildings are so well designed that nothing really goes wrong. But mm. my friend took the best photo I've ever seen for one of those things where like they knocked out. Like, I think um, they had some goldfish crackers. Yeah which were perched precariously on the edge and they got knocked over and they just took a picture of them all spread out on the floor like hashtag we will rebuild. <laughs> just, <laughs> just we will rebuild. Just oh. the fucking goldfish crackers on the floor. <laughs> so it reminds, uh, it reminded me of um, Joe, when we have big storms in the UK mm-hmm. and people just take a picture of like their patio furniture just like blown over the garden and just put a hashtag say hashtag never forget. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag storm like Ellis Survivor. I was like, oh man, that's so fucking good. It was that like one, um, I, it was oh. quite a few years back now, um, where I think it was like Birmingham, in, this is in the UK, uh, yes. had like a tornado. Yeah, the tornado like, that knocked it, off like a roof tile. It was like, you looked at the news and there was like a bit of debris swirling around in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a dust devil. Tornado, mate. Oh, that that one cracked me up so much that it's we will rebuild. <laughs> Just the goldfish crackers all over the fucking floor. It's like, oh man, that was good. It's like it's a slow garden gnome gets knocked over. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just a bad thing gets over here. It's like man dies of old age in the local newspaper or something like that. It's just like the, a level of nonchalance given about the entire earth itself just shaking. <laughs> but yeah, because, because no one panicked, I didn't panic, which I think was a good thing. Yeah. So I think if it had been on my own, I'd been really freaked out. But because well, I because didn't they notice, just get it all the time. Yeah. And the fact you walk outside and just see people in their dressing gown who are higher up than you, so will be more likely to die. Yeah. Just like going back to bed. No, I was literally watching a YouTube video earlier, and it was just like a podcast, and um, they were just sitting there, and in the middle of the podcast, like, oh yeah, that's an earthquake. Oh yeah. Yeah, see, all this is shaking. Oh, that's cool. I just keep podcasting, and it's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Well, to be fair, well, yeah, so I lived through two earthquakes, and then I celebrated the 4th of July in the traditional American way, where I went to someone's house, and they we bought fireworks at a pet shop. A pet shop? Outside a pet shop. We went in a pet shop to look at the dogs, and they had no dogs, and um, outside was just this big fireworks thing, so I just bought some fireworks and took them to someone's house. And we See, when you, fireworks. Uh, so like, for context, Carl sent us a picture, like, me and mommy, it's like... Oh, I bought this box of fireworks and it was like, what, about this big? Yeah. And just like, oh, here's this casual box of fireworks I bought. And I was like, oh, okay. But you just bought that like outside a shop? 
Yeah, the, they just have pop-up shops everywhere. The weird thing is, though, our fireworks are better than the ones they get in California, at least. Oh, really? Because, because they're not allowed the ones on sticks. Oh, uh, right. like, oh, like the rockets. People buy them, but they're illegal fireworks. Oh, uh, okay. But you're not allowed to have them because apparently they just damage people's stuff. People are firing them at, like, at police cars and stuff like that. I've so had you're only allowed, but you're only allowed like, the little boxes that spray sparks. Yeah, yeah. So I spent like $50-odd on some fireworks and then went to Disneyland two days later and they got on a firework <laughs> display and went, oh, fuck me. Yeah. They sp- I, I've never seen anything like it. It's insane, and the isn't pa- it? They, they do it every day. Yeah. Like, how can they afford to do this every single day? Like, time to music. Yeah. Like, fireworks. And time like, to illuminations on the castle, which it's on like, its you know own what? is insane. Like, the, the Daymaker from Bloody Malcolm in the Middle... The one that's made out of steel and just turns oh. <laughs> night to day temporarily. They had that just set off every other. It's like, what, how is this going to thing? Yeah. And then uh, they and they played Disney music as they're doing it, mm. and it obviously ended with "Let It Go." But as they did, it started snowing. Yeah. But it's thirty-five fucking degrees yeah. in the middle of Los Angeles. I'm like, no, fuck it. We can make it snow. And they start spraying like this weird foam stuff as "Let yeah, It Go" yeah. goes on, and just fireworks are everywhere. It's insane, and that is one of the most impressive things in Disney. Like, but bear in mind as well. So, like in Paris, at least they have a Disneyland, the the Magical Kingdom Park, yes, um, and they have the Disneyland Studio Park. So they have, or at least when I went, because it was the the season of Star Wars thing, like the season of the Force. They I've had talked about that. Yeah, they had a daily showing in the studios of the Hollywood Tower lit up. And did a full light show of Star Wars and everything. And like half an hour later, they had the fireworks show. They had two of those giant shows every oh, single okay. day. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I, I just saw it and went, this is crazy. Why do we even bother buying fireworks the other day? We should just come yeah. here. Like, like, they've got that much fucking money. It's like That's they've the got fireworks is, and lighting up the sky. As soon as I go to, like, I've been to Disneyland as an adult. I've not really watched fireworks much because There's no point. Like, <laughs> but I will be ruined for yeah, fireworks. Especially well ruined fireworks. <laughs> as the fireworks are going off, there is a girl dressed as Tinkerbell on a rope, being spun around at hyper speed. <laughs> and then they did like the Finding Nemo section. You, know, you must pass through the Ring of Fire. Yeah. And they're playing that in the background, and the castle sets on fire, and then a big plastic Nemo comes down and goes through the fire. See, the best Just, part is that it's not even what fire. it's like. It's great. That's not even the same show as it is in Disneyland Paris. No, they put a different one on every day, apparently. Like, they change the music and stuff. But I was like, Mental. how do they even afford to do this? Like, they're setting, like, there's a person on a wire as fireworks going off around them. <laughs> and they're dressed as Tinkerbell and calling this glowing shit. And they managed to get rid of them and bring Nemo on. I'm like, who's in the Nemo costume? <laughs> who, who, who drew the short straw that day and is in the Nemo costume for this bit? But I could talk about it because um, it's Galaxy's Edge, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's not opening any other Star Wars bit yet. Um, it no. sucks, don't spend any money on it. And I I was laughing at the idea of people who, one, got mad salty they couldn't go, as we mm. discussed last week. Yeah, yeah. And two, spent money to go early so they could brag about going early. There is one ride, and it sucks. And okay. there you can buy your own lightsaber for like $200. And that also sucks because My it's not question. even like one of the professional grade lightsabers. Oh, is it not? It's literally one of the little plastic ones that you get that with the thing that pops out. So the you one that I bought your... in like Paris like five years ago for like, forty yeah. euros or whatever. Yeah, it's now it's two hundred because you can choose like the holster. So everyone's picks the Kylo Ren one. Oh no! Oh, why like, you, you could not? do that before Force Awakens came out? They had the same thing. 
could build a single or double lightsaber. You could choose the holster that you had, the color of lightsaber, like yeah, that's exactly the bit in the middle, and it was like forty euros or something. Now so, it's now it's a hundred odd dollars. Yeah, two hundred depending on like how like good you want it to be, mm-hmm. and that's it. That is all there is. Obviously, they've got a recreation of some of the Star Wars stuff, but I was that say, is literally it. Because so I go to Disneyland. I'm a big Disneyland fan. Like I go quite often, um, relatively speaking, and. The thing that I really enjoy about it, I like the rides, but I enjoy like going across the parks and seeing all the cool things that they have. Oh yeah, and well, exploring. If you it. paid money just to go see this, you would be pissed off because there are like three things to see. But well, I've got like, the Millennium went, Falcon. If if you're a fan of like Disney and Star Wars, and this is just like in addition to going to Disney, you get to see Galaxy's Edge. Is there some cool things to at least walk around and see? There's the Millennium Falcon. Well, you're not allowed to go inside it unless you go on the ride, which is like not great. And they've got people dressed up. The stormtroopers are the best bit because the stormtroopers are wearing helmets that translate, well, make basically change their voice. So they sound exactly like the stormtroopers doing the movie. Mm. And they just basically walk around all day just being jackasses to everybody because that's what stormtroopers do. But and you're I not said that, that is as a Star Wars character, so you know, there's also that. There's what, sorry? You're not allowed. To cosplay or fancy dress as oh yeah I heard I heard about this yeah I could talk about that in a sec but it's um, yeah yeah the stormtroopers I said they are having the most fun of anyone here because they're just walking around and just like going up to people and just saying excuse me sir let me see your ID yeah because and that sort of thing of course like Kylo Ren has to act like Kylo Ren but yeah and Kylo Ren I can confirm does not stop for a selfie he stopped (laughs) for one photo and it was with a small kid and the stormtroopers apologised for holding him up but he's like um. Him on the way to a meet and greet? No, he's in character. He just walks around. He doesn't stop for photos. Kylo Ren just walks oh, right, around okay. the park. He never stops. Um, we, we've seen like a few... Because obviously the characters have to get from A to B. They have like the little yes. ways around the back, but they still... To get to like a meet and greet location in the middle of the park, they still have to walk through the middle like everyone else. Yes. Um, and they normally get chaperoned by other characters. But uh, I presume it's the same for every character of like... Yeah, but they're not uh, really meant they stay in character. Because... They have the the place that you're meant to take photos with is the meet and greet location. Yeah, and not Kylo Ren. While they're walking to it, or whatever. I basically I watched him for a bit. He does not stop because that his character doesn't stop. And whenever he did slow down for a photo, the stormtroopers would play it off as like he got swamped and say, "We're sorry, sir. We're sorry, sir." <laughs> and he goes, "Don't let it happen again." And he'd like hit the stormtrooper, then another one would take the place. Yeah, because that stormtrooper got fired. <laughs> and then the only other one I saw was Chewbacca, and Chewbacca. Um, went for someone tried to high five Chewbacca and he went oh too slow, which was the best thing I saw all day. Where there was this guy stood for a good like thirty seconds with his hand out and Chewbacca walking towards him with his hand out, and you saw it coming a mile off. And Chewbacca as he got to him put his hand through his hair and walked off, and everyone was filming this guy. So like thirty different people oh. filmed this guy's getting absolutely just fucking owned by Chewbacca. Oh no. It's like, oh man, it was so good. And then I saw like, someone dressed as Ray. And she stopped for photos. Yeah, of course. But I didn't really want to, I didn't want to stop for photos of any of the, like, the characters. Because hmm. I explained to my friend, like, this is mostly for the children. I'm just happy to see them walk around interacting with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know from interviews I've seen with the people who play the characters, they love it because they all love stat. They all love the things that they do. But hmm. the one thing that they dislike or the one thing that gets great in is like old older people going up and annoying them when like, obviously they're there ostensibly for children 
So I didn't want to yeah. go up and annoy Ray by getting a photo when there's like a queue of about 40 little girls also wanting their yeah, photo. Yeah, sure. So it means a lot more to them than it does to me to go up and just do like high five someone dressed as Ray. Yeah, yeah. It's the same about all the stormtroopers. I was happy enough just seeing the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to bother them because obviously that's what the little kids who are like following around who think they're real. Yeah, that's yeah, who yeah. I want to enjoy. And I had as much fun just watching the little kids think the stormtroopers were real mm-hmm. and getting shit scared of Kylo Ren. Yeah. But then you saw the people walking up and annoying the stormtroopers mm. who were like as old or older than me, asking <laughs> them smarmy questions like, why do you always miss if your helmets have aiming things? An actual question I saw someone ask a stormtrooper. And the stormtrooper just said, who are you? Are you from maintenance? No. Let me see your ID. Huh. He's a nobody and I walked off. It's like, fucking <laughs> yes. Own that <laughs> guy. Fucking play to that guy. But they must get that all the time. Yeah. I thought, and I've heard so many stories like, I don't want to be one of those guys. Oh, this dickhead in a death metal unicorn t shirt came up hmm. and then we posed for a stupid photo when there's like five kids waiting for one. Yeah, yeah. Well, so then, I was there more just for the experience. I did go to take a picture with Darth Vader and I can confirm French Darth Vader is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, like, be, you can't be as scary as German Darth Vader. Just no, no. The thing is, just I think foreign Darth Vader as a concept, because he's not only intimidating anyway, because he's like this big fucking like six foot something. Yeah, they like, have to get a giant planet, person to play him. Giant fucking black armor. Who I was very surprised. Word. Then, as soon as he did, in like a really fucking deep, strong voice. It was French and I had no idea what he was saying anyway. <laughs> and he was just like pointing you to like stand there and then yeah. just shut up. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's yeah. going on. I did get one photo with one character and that was Mickey Mouse because we oh. randomly went to Toontown and we were in Mickey's house. And the signs all over saying, follow the signs to meet me, signed Mickey Mouse. Mm. What the f- what's this? So we followed that sign and got ushered into a room and the Mickey Mouse was just stood there and we stood like 13 other people. We didn't realise, like, oh crap. <laughs> and there's like loads of little kids like going up for the autograph. And I f- was really annoyed because I didn't take anything to get autographed. So oh, I forgot okay. that they do that. Yeah, yeah. And Mickey Mouse was autographing stuff. And we waited really patiently for all the kids to take their photos. Mm. And we were happy to just leave the room. But then they put it like, oh, you waited. Do you want a photo with Mickey? So uh, I guess so, yeah. And we went up and we just put sunglasses on and stuff next to Mickey like that. And he folded <laughs> his arms like a proper pose. It's like, yeah. See, like, that is one thing I. The, Okay, they will charge you, like, fucking $30 for an official Mickey Mouse autograph book while you're there. Just no, so they didn't charge it. anything. But, no, no, I mean, like, the it's autograph me. book. Oh, yeah, so the autograph book, yeah. I was go really around annoyed. and keep them all in an autograph book. But yeah, if, if I you go to, get... to them and go, I don't want you to take a proper picture with your camera, could I just get one on my phone? They're like, yeah, cool. It's not like you can't take any pictures with your phone. You've got to buy, like... Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised they didn't try and needle you for more money. We paid, like, yeah. I think $10 for this thing like the fast pass, which also gives you the photo pass. Oh, right, yeah. Which yeah. I would say is probably, you need it. It's the best thing to do when you're the there. first right, it was 150 quid to get, or 150 dollars to get in, 15 extra dollars for this fast pass thing. Mm. The first ride we went on the Matterhorn took 40 minutes to get on. Yeah. This fast pass lets you book one thing in advance, mm-hmm. one thing, but once you've scanned it in, you can then book one more thing. Yeah, yeah. So what we did is we went to like Indiana Jones. Okay, Indiana Jones is free at, like one, that's next. Mm. So we went into that. Get us the end as we're queuing up in like the five minute long queue. Yeah, yeah. But the next one for half past two because we know by the time we get off the ride, mm-hmm. it'll be around half two. And we got onto every single ride in the park by just basically picking whatever is free next. Exactly. From this yeah, thing. Yeah. So you work around like 
what is your fast what's for it yeah what are people yeah. not on at the moment what can we go on next and yeah, we got yeah. on every ride doing that except for like, a couple of little ones hmm. i went on the winnie Pooh ride oh you got there was, no, there was there was no one on it i went fuck yeah i'm going on the winnie Pooh ride why not yeah and i got it's to see like do you know that meme where it's like winnie the pooh just fades away into a ghost <laughs> they have that projected ginormous and it's hilarious really and i yeah because it, apparently it's from a, a show that he's in. Oh, right. Okay. So they had like the thing, and in my head, all here is like Africa by Toto. <laughs> just like, dun, dun. it's just like Winnie the Pooh fades into the distance. So that's not bad. And I went on like Splash Mountain and all that stuff. So, yeah. I don't understand why anyone would queue for an hour to get on some of those rides, though. It's just... bizarre because I say I've been to Disney quite a lot, and you learn like very quickly that you, you're, you're not gaming the system, it's their system. But the, the the way to do it properly is don't spend an hour in every queue. Walk around and strategically work around their timings for the fast passes. Yeah, that's what we did. And they got on every single ride. I think it was like Space Mountain um, twice, three mm. times maybe. Because they've, re-kind- they've reworked it. So now it's a Star Wars thing. So it's Hyper Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. it was quite cool. And they, instead of it being in the dark, they just have like um, projected TIE fighters flying over your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is yeah. fucking terrifying. For the first time, I didn't realise they told me it was all in the dark. <laughs> and then five minutes later there's TIE fighters flying at my eyeballs like yeah. stop it's please really stop this TIE fighters it is but I wouldn't have queued for an hour to get on it no and pe- people were yeah, yeah it's like the Indiana Jones one people were queuing for an hour to get onto that and it is a five minute roller coaster yes so yeah and the thing is Disneyland, like- Disneyland was fun but I wouldn't un- I don't understand the reverence people have for it because it's more an attraction than a theme park like walking around was awesome I mean, that's the thing is, um, like, me and my girlfriend, Jenna, like, we go and enjoy it as adults. We don't have kids. We don't go with kids. Just, like, us two or, like, me and my sisters or whatever. And we enjoy it as adults. But it's very cool to go around and look at it as an attraction, as, like, a, like, all of the different nuances they have. It's not, like, um, a lot of British theme parks where it's, like, Alton Towers, for example, is the big one. Where you yeah. go and it's here are stores, here are rides. That is it. Yeah, there's it stories to it. I would gladly pay. Yeah, everywhere. Pass that has... gets you into the park, but not onto yeah. the rides. Mm. Just to walk around, just to no, like explore. A lot of what we do, we spend a lot of time just walking around it and enjoying like all of the details that they put into the parks. And even while you're waiting, like if you go and wait in a line for a, a thing, you see like all the different details and stuff. Generally, though, if you go on the fast pass route, you get that anyway because it's only like yeah. the last five, ten minutes of it. But yeah, just wandering around the parks, you can't explore another theme park like you can Disney. Like, you can't go around all these different routes and find like little hidden pathways and stuff. Yeah, we, we, that's what we did. We kept going back to Galaxy's Edge just to see is Darth Vader going to turn up today? Because he's the only person you need to see. Yeah. And that's when we saw like they did put like a mini stage show on where mm-hmm. it's basically just the most the te- most terrifying blackest man with the most like commanding voice I've ever heard yep. just yelling over an intercom find that rebel scum <laughs> and then he strolled through the park and he locked eyes on me and went hello sir and walked past me and went fucking you do you go man <laughs> you are committed to this role right? yep. you are you are a fucking officer and a half I so love from that how point committed all the actors are to that well they've got to be angry you get fired yeah. if you're not well yeah yeah but like just I mean, the hiring process is grueling, um, but yeah, just every person is so committed to the role. It's unbelievable, and they have and really good impact skills and stuff. 
And I didn't want to ruin it for him by being that dickhead who turns up to take the stupid photo. I mean, I don't, I don't regret that decision ever. No, I got a few, I got a few stupid don't. photos. But it's whenever I saw kids with the um, the characters, I thought, one, it's it, this is for the kids, and if I go up and try and get like the characters to do something out of character, which mm. would be the photo that I'd want. Yeah, it yeah. Doesn't it? Do, the kids will be like drawn out of it. So yeah, I was happy it, to if just. If you do silly things like that, then it starts ruining the immersion a bit. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, go when, go. If I'd gone on a day where it was quiet, like that thing with Mickey Mouse, where he was just there, and they said, "Well, you've waited in line." Accidentally mm-hmm. to meet him, yeah. he will pose for any photo he wants. Well, fuck it then, we'll take the stupid one. Yeah. No, yeah, well, it's, uh, was recommending that your first Galaxy's Edge. Not fucking worth it. For all those, for all that dickhead we talked about on the podcast yeah. last week, that guy was like, I've been busting my ass as a Star Wars fan. I, I, I kind of wish he had gone now because it'd have been massively <laughs> disappointing. And now I'd, I'd love to hear him try and shill it and sell it as a good thing. I, I went on because... one ride and paid $200 for a Star Wars lightsaber. I saw a lot of people on Twitter of all of the people going like, oh my god, I've been to Galaxy's Edge, and every single person was posing in front of that Millennium Falcon, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. really cool. That's the only and thing like, that. Every single person was like, it's so cool, but like, you're the first person to turn around and just go, honestly, that's it. Like, There's nothing there, no. Yeah. And all the stuff, all the good stuff is elsewhere in the park, mm-hmm. Like they have a lot of the props from the original, like they've got Boba Fett's armour and stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. In a part to introduce you to the park. Yeah. And they also have a meet and greet in there, but um, every time we went in, um, they weren't doing one, where mm. they just have the people in costume just stand there. And you can oh, come okay. take a photo with Captain Phasma, take a photo with a Stormtrooper, with Ray, with Finn, with Poe. Mm-hmm. And also, like, Hyperspace Mountain is also a Star Wars thing, which is in a different part of the park. Yeah. And they have, like, a, a VR thing, which is also in a different part of the park. So all the cool Star Wars stuff because is not in the dedicated Star Wars part. As soon as the bought the Star Wars license they wanted to get that. Yeah, they just retrofitted the, the load of stuff. land as soon as possible. But yeah, like, I mean, don't be too discouraged for any listeners. Like, this isn't the proper Star Wars land. Oh, no, yeah. I'll say go the, to the park itself, yeah. But for all those people yeah. who paid the money to go to see Galaxy's Edge exclusively yeah. so they could brag about having seen it first, I'm glad they wasted their money. <laughs> and I am... I find it hilarious that they have had to shill and pretend it was good. Yeah. When any objective person say it's good, if you got to go there for free as part of the regular ticket, yeah. I'd have paid extra money to go see this. They don't even have blue milk. You think of all the things that you can have, blue fucking milk, one of them. I mean, the thing is, I have heard um, that in Harry Potter world, they have uh, butterbeer. I've got heard a fire from every single person, it tastes, it tastes disgusting. Like shit. Yeah, but it's they have it with cream in it. Yeah. Because it's, it's like themed around Harry Potter. And they have butterbeer. You've just got to do it. Yeah, and there's, there's a really good story that was released while I was over there, in fact, so I was reading up on it. And one of the new stories is that the attendance for Galaxy's Edge is lower than expected because there's nothing to do there. Hmm. And all the things that are Star Wars can be seen elsewhere in the park. And they said, oh yeah, we widen pathways and we introduced this new like virtual queuing automation system that we've never we've not only had to, we've only had to turn it on twice on the day it opened oh, and now no. it's just sat doing nothing because obviously they didn't realise by making space for an extra like 12,000 people or however many could fit in yeah. all it's done is just mean there's more space for everyone else to go so there's less queues <laughs> overall around the park yeah, yeah. I, I found that so fucking funny oh, <laughs> they've God. widened pathways in anticipation of no fuckers going oh no because people just obviously a lot of the people were there too I just walking around seeing going huh 
okay, now let's go see the actual real Disney stuff. Yeah, because yeah, Star Wars, as cool as it is to see, like you know the the shanty Star Wars town, mm-hmm. it kind of looks all very samey. Whereas yeah. every other aspect of Disney, like it's all colourful and fun. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, we didn't go into the bar there, but I don't think they have the cantina. Do you think the one, what's the one thing you'd want from Star Wars Land? I mean, yeah, you, the to walk into a bar and go into the cantina scene yeah. and have all and have the animatronics on stage, which Disney's famous for. Of the guys playing the stupid instruments oh, yeah, playing yeah. the song. And man, if you go through some of the rides, like they have very good animatronics, like as props through the queues and stuff. Oh yeah, and that's why I was thinking, surely that's the one thing they should have. Mm. Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. Hopefully, oh, they, they fix so all the in the chat, they do have the cantina. Land, but... They do have the cantina, I just didn't go in. Oh, so right. Okay. I, because they don't sell beer in Disneyland, so what's the fucking point? They only they sell do. it in one place, don't they? They no. sell it outside of it. You can't buy beer in. Disneyland. No, you can't in France. You can get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. In Disneyland, France. Okay, so they do have a cantina, apparently, according to chat. It's just I didn't go in because I couldn't be asked. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that's the one thing you really give a shit about in it. Yeah, yeah. It was cool, though, that the roaming bands they have yeah, yeah. Um, could play Star Wars music. No, that cool. was quite fun. So, so they, could, the thing they is... all folded that into their repertoire. So every now and again, you'd see a Star Wars music from mm-hmm. a live band. That was quite cool. I'd really love to just see what Star Wars one looks like. As It's grey. It's brown. No, no, but I mean, the one that they're building in Florida, which is oh, the gonna proper, big, the better actual one, yes. like, Star Wars one. That's, oh, apparently it's like you can get alcohol in the cantina, and that's why it's so crowded. It's the one place in Disney where you can now officially buy alcohol. Carl, you're missing out. Oh, oh, the thing is, though, I don't think being wasted would have helped being in Disneyland. It's funny. It also, it's really hot. Yeah. It's fucking roasting in there. I've caught the sun a bit. But you mentioned earlier about the cosplay thing. You mm-hmm. don't have to dress up like the characters. Yeah, yeah. I found this out when we were there from my friend who told me, yeah, there's a thing people do where they'll tr- dress like the characters mm-hmm. as much as they can without breaking the rules. Uh, okay. So like, they'll try and dress as much like Ariel or something like that as they can without it being like a costume. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's really weird. Why would Disney be so weirdly protective over there and then I thought to myself as I was walking around seeing like the girl dressed as Ray post photos of little girls went yeah if, if some dickhead just yep. turned up dressed like Poe Dameron and mm-hmm. pretended to be Poe Dameron and told all the kids to go and fuck themselves Disney would look really bad exactly, there yeah. and that's what they must be worried about like someone turning up in full costume pretending to be one of the yeah, cast yeah. members because and then obviously just basically, it's a lot easier for them to be like Oh well, nobody's gonna come in dressed as Cinderella. That's a lot like easier to keep an eye on because the Star Wars one we did see a lot of people walking around. Gown. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot easier to be like, oh well, I can like put on a Poe Dameron costume and still look like. There was, a yeah, there was a few person. people wearing the Poe Dameron costume, and I genuinely thought one was official until I realised he was on his phone. When they probably don't allow that if you're an official no. cast member. <laughs> Poe Dameron don't have a smartphone. Yeah. And if he did, he wouldn't use an iPhone. I mean, he definitely has a smartphone than that. Yeah. Well, I was seeing that one. That's exactly the reason they stopped. Because I thought that seemed so weird. Then, yeah, it's because someone will turn up up dressed like Cinderella and just drop a child, and that'll be in the news. (laughs) Because that's what I'd do. I bet, I I haven't looked into this, but I bet there's people whose reaction to all that was, but children can dress up as them. Yeah, and I was perfectly okay with that. Like little kids and little girls, but can dress you'll up get like their some characters. salty forty-year-old people 
Oh, going, I saw them, yeah. I saw well, those I people. I dress up as Ray, even though this six-year-old child is allowed to. Yeah, they're annoyed that a little kid can do something they can't <laughs> yeah. in the park designed for little children. But yeah, um, I just thought it was really cool that the little kids can dress up in the adults' cats. Like, good, that's for them. Yeah. This is their time. If you, you know didn't what? have this as a kid, I'm very sorry, but you you're an wanna, adult, you can drink now. If you want to dress up escape. as fucking Ariel or Poe Dameron and go dropkick somebody, go to fucking Anime Expo. Do it there. <laughs> but we did. Yeah, that's for you. That's, that's your slot. Oh, man. Someone here apparently must have been, because he's saying, yeah, it's impossible to get into the cantina. It does sell green and blue milk. But the oh, reason no one okay. knows is people don't leave until they're forced. <laughs> so they really thought this. Was... Also, you can buy Jedi robes, which I did see, and they did look quite comfortable. Mm. The Jedi, the evil Jedi robes look really like the ones that you'd wear as like Kylo Ren. Yeah, and this yeah. would be a really easy cosplay to do because mm-hmm. all you need to do is buy these robes and a pair of black shoes and become as wide. And they're quite as stylish. It's not like the weird flowing ones either. It's like the ones that's like you know, the wraps, the the tighter ones. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually look kind of stylish, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I saw them, but you can't wear them in the park. No, no. To stop people from walking around pretending to be yeah. Kylo Ren. But I thought they looked kind of cool because they were fitted more opposed to like the uh, the Obi Wan robes, look stupid, and you're yeah. like wearing your dressing gown. Yeah, that's the thing. I wonder if, like, I put a Kylo Ren outfit on. Like, no, sir, you can't dress up as Kylo Ren. It's like, well, I've got bright fucking colourful hair and a ginger beard. I haven't seen Kylo Ren with that lately. Well, you don't always always wear another helmet. (laughs) Also, I think as well, you could just put the helmet on and pretend. No, I mean, like, if it was just the robes. They did did look comfortable, though. Then I saw the price tag, they're not that fucking comfortable. (laughs) It's like they're comfortable, but they're not that comfortable. I'll I will go to every convention in jeans and a t-shirt. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. But no, I uh, I love, as I say, like I love Disneyland and stuff. But yeah, from what you've said, it just seems like it's worth holding out to wait for like Florida to, to open up the the proper version, or at least wait longer. for the other ride to be open. Oh, is there another ride coming? There's another ride that hasn't been opened but yet. They had the choice to open the park whenever they wanted to. And didn't think to wait until the second ride was open. Hey, man, are you going to leave money set on the Would you leave 4th of July weekend? They needed that, that money from that. That yeah. is very true. How much money are they not, like, for, are they leaving on the table by not opening, like, Star Wars Land for that? Yeah. yeah it was it was a good day, but, yeah, um, I do not rate Galaxy's Edge as something that I would go to the park exclusively for, for the cost that it was. Everything yeah, it's definitely not there. exclusively for. If I'd known the cantina bar sold, like, the cantina bar sold alcohol... And could have got in, because I think that must have been the place I walked past three times and yeah. saw that there was a queue outside and a person just holding a thing to stop you from going in. Oh, uh, right, okay. So, yeah, maybe I'd have had a different opinion if I would have been, like, mad drunk and yelling <laughs> at Kylo Ren to take a selfie. Yeah. But then I would have got kicked out. Because apparently the day I went was the day that fist fight started. Did you hear about that? No. Um, the day I was in Disneyland, there was a huge story, because... Two people just got in a huge fist fight in the middle of like Disney Center Square oh, and shit. got thrown out, and people were filming it. Oh, I didn't see. That. I didn't notice obviously because they they clean stuff up and they get rid of stuff like that very quickly. But I just yeah. heard after we got back in the news. Oh yeah, there was a big fist fight in Disneyland. Did you see it? No. Disneyland is a big place. I've heard. It's not like going to a bar and being. Oh yeah, there was a fight just behind you there. It's like no, this this place is fucking huge. It takes a yeah. couple of hours to walk across. I didn't, uh, the thing is, I didn't get to many bars either. Because, like, obviously, Anime Expo um, kind of basically resulted in every bar around that area being filled up. Because I was looking forward yeah. to going to a bar 
and just seeing people in full cosplay drinking. Mm-hmm. And went out for a drink with my friend who does the cosplay, and we couldn't get a table anywhere. And as we were walking back to get them back to their hotel, or so they'd get like a taxi to their Airbnb, mm. we walked past Nick's Cosplay Deviants. It's something okay. like they work for them. And we for- completely forgot that their party was on that night. Oh, okay. And I really needed the toilet. And this is a true fucking story. I need the toilet. We can just go in for a piss. People are <laughs> al- people are not allowed into the venue yet, including the performers. She walks up, just texts the guy who runs it. He comes out, gives us an armband. He goes, oh, you can go in, use the toilet, whatever. So I'm walking around this completely empty place that people are paying like money to get into. Go to the bathroom, say like some polite hellos to people. And we walk back out. <laughs> and my friends went to like me and my mate have been walking around. So, so I'm going home now, but do you want me to get you in? And I looked down the queue of people that were arriving and just saw it was full of nothing but guys and went, I'd rather just go back to my Airbnb and have a drink because this does yeah. not look like a good night. I just saw nothing but guys. And then I looked to the VIP queue and saw like six girls in cosplay and went there in for a rough fucking yeah. night. So you know what? I've seen it. I've experienced it. I don't really fancy going in there and just seeing the desperation. Yeah. I think I'll go back now. Thank you. And um, I look like if... such a fucking baller though, because I was walking down the street with like three girls, two of which were like you know from the place they were in. Yeah, yeah. And I think some guy must have recognised from the channel. So he looked at me. I just looked at him back and like narrowed my eyes a little bit and just went. Because <laughs> I looked like I was just leaving the venue as it opened with two of the performers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I did it. Fucking yes. Oh, God. But yeah, I, we looked down the queue, both of us, and just saw that there was about 150 guys in the queue. And went, I looked over to my friend, who is female, and went, do you want to go in there for a drink? And she just went, no, thank you. Oh, God. We the decided thing is, against it. It's bad enough in a regular bar, like... Uh, like, I would say, I've got a girlfriend. Well, like, this is like an anime, after watch, anime yeah. expo exclusive. Watching it happen in a normal bar, let alone when it's like anime expo, load of guys just spent all day watching a load of cosplayers who probably didn't give them much attention. And now, and now you can go in and now you're paying like for their attention. there's like a dozen girls in cosplay that you can just trap in a bar. They have their own little private area, which I thought was quite cool. So yeah. I got a brief tour of the venue, and it's like, oh, here's where the cosplayers sit, and it's in this like little roped-off bit where <laughs> no one's allowed to go. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was, uh, I got, so I've got the band, so I can just tell people that I went. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I looked at that queue and went, do I really want to tell people I paid to go to this thing? So yeah. now I got in for free before it opened, and went, I'm all right, thank you. I did <laughs> see the wall of dildos though; it was quite cool. A water dildo. The wall of dildos. Oh, a wall of dildos. Yeah, you can you can just buy dildos on the night apparently. So I got to see the wall of dildos. In a bar. Yeah, it was an event for this cosplay deviance thing. I assume it's like risque photography, judging by the um, the fr- the photos my mate was sending me because that's what she was doing that weekend. She was doing photo shoots with them. Oh, okay. And she just sent me a picture of I think it was a Snapchat video of someone in a Psyduck head. And they were all naked, hitting each other with tea bags. I'm not. I, I'm not kidding. I got sent that, and that's what she was doing for work that weekend. That's why she couldn't come for a drink that night. I went, you know what? You're earning money. Go for it, love. I'll see you next time. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. So I just got this. Bear in mind, it was like nine o'clock at night. I'm just sat in my Airbnb, so having a beer, and I just get this video and I click on it, and it's just a load of naked girls hitting each other with tea bags, wearing like side heads. 
Well, you know what? Someone's going to pay good money for this content here. I'm glad yeah, I got this behind the scenes. Is, if that's how they want to make a business, fair play. Yeah. Carl, I've got a good yeah. idea for like a premium Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it, lad. We can do it. It's so good. Oh, I, I was howling at that stuff. Like That friend always sends me the pictures like, this is what I'm doing today. And like, oh, this is the photo set. Like, she's got the... Uh, the thing that cracks me up is it's the bin of lingerie. Hmm. Because obviously she's got so fucking much. Yeah. And she says, yeah, I've got a, a literal, just like the 50-gallon bin where I just have all my used lingerie because I can't be asked washing it because I wear it once and take it off. And she just digs through it to find oh stuff. It's like, oh, your apartment was like such a mess. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. That's always thing like, you, obviously you've seen, um, I presume, the story recently of the um, gamer girl bathroom. Yes. That's amazing. Just shit like the, that, the hustle, The hustle's so real. It I is. respect it And immensely. you know what? I bet they live a better fucking life than I do. So fair you know play what? to if, them. If some sad act on the internet wants to buy my fucking bath water for $30 a pop and drink it, fair play to them. That's exactly I what I said to my girlfriend. She looked at me and was like, why the fuck would somebody do that? I was like, if, if someone wants to fucking buy bath water from me for $30, I'll fucking yeah. send it to them. It's like if someone's sad enough to buy it and hand over money for I'll, it, I'll, I'll the fucking the, pay that hustle. I'll play it. Well, the thing is, I completely, I agree with that because that, despite the fact it is on the cusp of prostitution, feels less like prostitution than what most sponsorship on YouTube is. <laughs> because obviously you're not... Do <laughs> you see what I mean, though? Because yeah. It's a, it's a completely like fair and honest agreement between two. Like, there is no hidden yeah, crap behind thinking, that. This is, is, you are paying me this much money for this product and that is that is the end of the it transaction. It's just a fully agreed upon transaction. There's yeah, no you pay me this much, it. you receive this in return and everybody's happy with the deal. Yeah, it's And then you have stuff like, yeah, I, and I see that as being like less seedy and less dirty than advertising like VPNs that are kind of like shady, you've not read yeah. the full terms of conditions of. And I would rather every YouTuber just do that. Just buy my fucking used sweat socks, man. Do it. Man, I can sell it. I've always thought about like as gifts for fans, like give away the old t-shirts from videos. Cause a lot yeah. of them don't fit anymore. I've got them in a cupboard over there, and you'll probably notice in some videos that they're a little bit tight around <laughs> like you know the chest and belly yeah. area. Because I've I've grown quite large. I think, well, what could I do with that? And I think Sounds I could give them away. Each, would I wash them first? No. Would people pay more if they weren't I washed? Think, I think people would want them as giveaways if they were washed. People would pay for them if they weren't. There it is, yeah. There's yeah. the answer. That's how you do it, Carl. Oh, man. But that's just... Uh, yeah, I respect that hustle so much. Yeah, I... And I was, I was asking my friend, like, are you going to get into that? Said, you know what? No. Why? Why they would were you telling me some. They were I mean, telling me some of their horror stories. And they were amazing. I'm thinking of, like... Doing it in a unique way, I think I'd definitely do it if I could. Yeah, they were telling me like the horror stories of like things I've been paid to do, and I was I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, I think one was it's something like oh, poo in some tights, and then, sh- yeah. Is this something they have been paid to do, or something they've been? It's something offered they were offered pay? money to do. Oh, okay. And they turned it down because yeah. that was too weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got another friend of mine who obviously will not be named. And and they do occasionally, you know, they do the risk, they do the cam girl thing. And they said, oh, okay. I earn most of my money from people who pay me like 10, 20 quid to count down slowly from 10. And it's like, oh, I wonder what people are doing as you do that then. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. If you people are gonna pay it to do it, who gives a fuck? You know what? I, I and honestly, you know what? People, it's an honest hustle, and no, I respect it so much. Honestly, I have I nothing to say more. but fair play to anyone yeah. who does that. Because I respect it more than people like Audible. Now, yeah. fuck you. Tell us what the deal turns that deal is. No, yeah, I. A lot of people like wince, and a lot of people have bad opinions of that. But I'm just like, yeah, you know what? If you can make money doing shit like that, you fucking go for it. I wish I could. And the, and the thing is, as well, no one's getting hurt by it. Except no. the idiots who drink it. I mean, which, a lot which of, I found so funny. A, a lot of the um, like comments of the more outspoken people, like, were, "Oh, I want this for like sentimental reasons, and not necessarily to like drink or cover them." No, it's a sex thing. And you it's can, like, I don't care how you I, you are buying that. I guarantee no one buys ninety percent plus of that. Is for sexual reasons. Yeah, no one is buying gamer girl bath water for sentimental reasons. If you do that, you buy a print or you buy like um, a, a poster. Although you if know, if you're what? buying their used bath water, you're touching your penis with that stuff. I was you're doing very a bit of tender touching just to have it on my shelf as a funny story, as a talking point. Well, the thing yeah. is, at that point, just make it up. Just no, put yeah, exactly. some regular water in there and print the label off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just say. Like some gamer girl bath water, and it's just my own bath water. <laughs> I kind of now you mention that that would be a good curio for the shelf. Yeah, exactly. Because the stuff I, I I buy dumb stuff, and that's why I went to. I've got. I'll show it off. And I can show it off on the camera, but I can show it off. Like I can explain what it is. I went to Animex Bar, bought a figurine. I bought a Vegeta. It's a cool little Vegeta there. Oh, it's, no, it's Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. In his battle pose. That's a cool figure as well, man. It is, yeah. It's, I think it cost me $20. It's oh, a good cool. deal for something to put on your shelf. Yeah. But the reason I got this is because it wouldn't be me if I didn't buy it because it had something wrong with it. Yeah. And the face, I don't know if I can show it up, but the face looks fine. Yeah. yeah. Like Dragon Ball characters always look terrible in models, I think, the hair yeah. always looks weird. But this Vegeta looks great. The problem is, I can't show it off, he doesn't stand up. <laughs> because while humans have mastered the art of standing up and not falling over like a dickhead, um, representations of them in plastic seem to have issues with this. So what they've done they is, do. to fix that, this little Vegeta comes with a stand, which I'm showing oh, off on camera no. right now, which connects to Vegeta's foot. So it's fairly out of the way. What I found hilarious, though, is that it's the same colour as Vegeta's boot, so it's white, which makes him look like he's got a club foot from far away. He's just got a giant fucking orthopedic shoe on. Yeah, he's wearing a big orthopedic shoe, all platform boots, which I thought was so funny when I saw it on display, I'm buying it. And so now I've got a Vegeta just staring at me as I do this podcast right now, just with his big orthopedic shoe on, (laughs) in his battle pose, ready for a fight. And one day I'll buy... Like um, another statue, probably not another uh, Dragon Ball one, where he's going to be grabbing their face, about to like just KO them. So that's <laughs> what I did. I went around like the display booths, mm. selling all like the Dragon Ball figures, and just made them all touch each other's butt. Like all the ones of Goku doing like the big high kick. Like every single one of them, Broly's punching in the nutsack. Carl, all the ones of Vegeta like in his battle pose. He's got like two people's in his. He's got two people's faces in his hands, about to just blast them away. <laughs> But yeah, I bought it. So you know what? Just this Vegeta with his fucking club foot in the oh, background. Because what is the like? It's such a weirdly specific trope that there are so many 
like figures out there with bad stance. Well, um, like, look at Amiibo. You've seen some yeah. online. And like, well, they, when they Photoshop out the stands, don't they? Because they, they realise yeah. how bad they look. So you don't know that the stands are going to look the way they do. Uh, the worst one I think I've got... Well, two really bad ones I've got. Is it the Luigi one? I haven't got the Luigi one. Does anything beat the Luigi one, though? Where the he's got this giant don't know. crotch shot. Yeah. There's a, Amiibos, like the little figurines. Little Nintendo ones. You can't balance them. You, they've obviously got little bases, but the characters are sometimes being poses that are unnatural or difficult to make them to stand so still. the original Amiibo lineup was the Super Smash Brothers one, and they were all based off in-game poses, but those in-game poses weren't necessarily built for a, a model that would stand up. Um, so for someone so like Captain Falcon is... Yeah, yeah, Captain Falcon is him sprinting. And it's really awkward because he's foots off the floor. So they have this really awkward Oh, no, he's stand. doing like a high kick, isn't he? And yeah. then um, he's got one foot like in line with his waist and the other foot, he's like, on his tiptoes. So obviously he's not balancing on just his tiptoes. You, yeah, you can't balance that on a tiny plastic circle. So they had to put a stand coming out of, like his thigh or something, didn't they? Yeah, it's just like his, his legs like here, just white by his waist and then just sticking out halfway down. You've got a giant... White translucent pole sticking out. It of his looks leg. so bad. But the Luigi one is him doing his taunt, which is him when he goes completely rigid and just falls forward like a banana. Yeah, he just like face plants the floor basically. But they put the the stand just from the crotch. <laughs> so Luigi is just balancing fire his dick in midair. It's like from a distance. A giant just got... clear like platform on Luigi's crotch holding him up. So just from a distance, it looked like Luigi just fucking doing dick push-ups. <laughs> it's like, who, what, who reviewed this and who signed off on it? Because I want to meet them and be like, you, sir, are a fucking legend. The worst I've got, though, is the one of Lynx that is similar, because he's just standing on one foot, but it goes from just behind his crotch, standing straight up, <laughs> all the way down from like his crotch slash ass to the bottom of the base, and it's bright yellow as well. Oh, it's the piss and stream. Like, Why did you make it yellow? It's just he's a, pissing himself. He's just got fucking frozen piss standing him it's up. Just this, it's just the pissicle. Just holding him up in midair. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Just the link pissicle, man. Oh, Look, someone looked at that and went, the translucent white isn't good enough, make it yellow. <laughs> someone looked at that and went, that's okay. We can sell that for $15. <laughs> And you know what? To children. That guy is a fucking hero and I want to shake his hand. And to be he fair, signed you know, off on that shit. Amiibo have gotten a lot better now. Like the Splatoon ones have like really cool effects with like the ink holding them up instead. But yeah, the original but set. The fucking Luigi Oof. Dong fucking stand <laughs> is incredible some and a brilliant place one. for us to end. So with it that is. in mind, Monsieur Lucas, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, there is. Before we bring this podcast to a close. Um so depending on whether you're watching or listening, um, on the Thursday uh, of this week, I have a Let's Play going up on my YouTube channel. It is Legend of Kanto. Am I in that one? You are in that one. You're in all of them, Carl. Oh, shit. What's this one? Uh, This is the Overcooked one. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye on what I do in that one. (laughs) I I took us some places. Carl got up to some shit in that one. Is that the one where I was being Gordon Ramsay? (laughs) It's basically... We are doing Overcooked. You took over my kitchen. Yeah. And I, I said, I'm going to be Gordon Ramsay. And I kept throwing everything in the bin because it was raw. But it was a sushi <laughs> restaurant, so everything was raw. So every time they made sushi, I just threw it straight in the bin. 
So uh, oh, that's good. That's a good day. I enjoyed yeah. That. If you want to watch us all just like get salty at Carl throwing shit in the bin and get <laughs> one of each just other, just th- throwing roast chicken at us like into oh. the ocean. So yeah, that, that was a fun that. one. Um, so yeah, my YouTube channel is Legend of Canto in general. No, but, um, it'll be linked below. It if will people be are listening bottom. to it on Brew. And uh, Lucas, what you'll do is you can pop into my chat after this. I'm going to stay and finish this drinking stuff. And All right. Answer questions because I've not. I've been ignoring the chat for basically an hour and a half, and they're stuck around. Uh, for a bit, I can so. stick around for like a little bit, yeah. Yes, yeah, so if you want to pop into the chat and link it, and I'll like mod you and stuff like that. No, that's cool. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but for oh, actually no, we usually do that, don't we? We usually do a bit Q and A at the end. I mean, yeah, go for it. No, so we'll do that now. So if people have Q and A now, do a few questions because obviously that you know encourages what? people listening on Brew to come join the chat. If we remember, let me shit. grab a little drink while everyone uh, signs off. Oh, you do that, and I'll do my sign-off thing then, which will be you go for I it. I don't, I don't give a fuck what people um, uh, subscribe to all my stuff. Just continue listening to my stuff for free. It's great. And our Lucas is gone. And my moderators on my chat have already muted somebody. Hell yeah! Right, so Ice Pick thirteen or X I I I depending on how you want to read that. What are you fellas drinking? Uh, we answered this at the start of the podcast. Well, people might have forgotten by now. And that is, I am drinking rum and water with a touch of lemon out of a Goku glass with a four-star Dragon Ball on the back. And Lucas is drinking cider, I believe. But it depends. Oh, yeah, he brought back another cider, so we've got cider. Uh, would you sell Big Wangers Ink bath water? I don't take baths. I always take showers, and I take two of them a day. Um, I always take... Man. Yeah. So people ask when I sell big wangers ink bath water. I don't take baths. But take would showers. you? If somebody um, started paying you for it. There is a friend of mine who does come over sometimes just to take a bath because she doesn't have a bath at her uni halls. Oh, okay. So she comes over sometimes, takes a bath, and she comes like, you know, and just dolls it up, puts candles out, so then just leaves. Sell her, probably sell her bath water. I probably sell her bath water. Yeah. She's pretty fit. Do so I'll ask, I'll ask her, like, <laughs> do you mind if I sell you bath water? Because um, like, she usually just comes over and she says, I'll buy you a drink if you let me use your bath. So I'll do that because I don't use it. I just get yeah. a shower. Uh, did I find any of the hidden Mickeys? I wasn't looking for them. I'm aware they exist, but I couldn't give a shit. I was more like looking at the real stuff that I was about as opposed to the little things. Yeah, they're cool to notice, but it's just like, oh, hey, little Mickey there. Yeah. I did see the um, Abraham Lincoln thing because that's apparently the last thing in the park. That was personally overseen by Walt Disney. I do not the know anim- this. The one. animatronic of Walt Disney, of Abraham Lincoln. Where's that? Where they, they 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 got his actual face, uh, one of his death masks, and just put it onto the thing. Oh right, okay. It's a little animatronic. Just able, he just gives a speech. Oh right, okay. But and, obviously, uh, I've been got, to um, the one in Paris, so I don't. Yeah, There's they no got a voice actor who basically listened to record the surviving recordings of Lincoln and reper uh, re did his voice oh, well. for his speeches so you get to see the animatronic just do the speeches really good uh, would I sell big wangers merch other than shirts uh, depends if you want to buy I think the Redbubble store sells shirts mugs um, clocks basically whatever Redbubble sells and mm. it's more based on what the art translates to yeah. sometimes art doesn't translate well to certain things so I say you can't use that like you can turn it off and on, so I turn off like the most usually turn off like duvet spreads and stuff because mm-hmm. they're massively expensive, and you just have like a small logo in the middle. Oh uh, right, it. okay. So we won't be like a full spread; it'll just be yeah condensed. Also, even though I've set the mark up as low as I can, they're still like obscenely expensive. If you want to get expensive duvets, just go buy some like nice cotton ones. Trust me, 
your your body and whoever you end up sleeping with will thank you. <laughs> See, that's the weird thing is um, going back to merch is like, I find that even like the lower price notches are like still rather pricey compared to what you could get like online or on high street or whatever just from like a regular yeah. store so, so usually I, it's not worth it no normally i i end up buying like t-shirts from things like qwerty like my t-shirt today um because just like instead of spending 20 dollars on somebody's merch or 20 pounds on someone's merch i could spend like eight like it just seems a bit unbalanced yeah. well, that's why i set my margins at 10 percent and the only thing that the margin set on less than ten percent is um, t-shirts for women, which are set at nine point nine percent, which I think means women's t-shirts in my Redbubble store are one cent cheaper. Because I knew that would annoy exactly the right kind of white, <laughs> which happened when I announced it on Twitter. So I'm going, yep. "Well, that's sexist." It's like, please fuck off. There are other things you can complain about, mate. Like, See, you are literally being charged a cent more than a woman. It's only sexist enough to pick out those people that you don't want to interact with. Yeah, exactly. It's so inconsequential. The fact yep. you're pissed off about it says more about your personality than it does about the perceived injustice you've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Also, as well, I find it hilarious because like women's t-shirts, like they already have enough trouble getting t-shirts that fit. Oh yeah. So if you've tried, there's more material since so the fuck it. So I made I set the margin on women's t-shirts to be like one cent less. Mm. Uh, why do people make their merch really pricey? I can't speak from experience other than what I've done with my merch store. That was asked by Mr. Ron Sloth. But when I set my Redbubble store, the recommended, with like big air quotes around it, margin they wanted was 25%. And most artists set it about 40 which is their prerogative. I set mine at 10%. Um, so I make about a pound profit on every t-shirt sold. And so yeah, I didn't I like think the idea um, of any shirt costing more than I 15 think... quid. It is just a case of like people wanting more money per purchase because a lot of people know that they're only going to get the hardcore fan base buying these stuff, but the most hardcore fans that they have will probably buy it regardless. So yeah, they set it a... to like a 40-50% markup just because they yeah. know they can get it. they know people money. will pay it. And there's yeah. an argument to be had there about just because people will pay it, is it right to charge that amount? And I would argue it's not because... Um, I would never like the idea of pricing people out of content. I say on the exclusive podcast where you got to pay five dollars to listen to it. <laughs> but I don't consider it to be a fact fiend thing, even though it's the uh, same thing. It's more a, I mean, it is a Carl's small branded thing. It's not fact yeah. fiend in any way. Um, and at the same time, it's five dollars for four podcasts. So yeah. and every other one. Yeah, it's. But, yeah, it's I consider too, it's more. Be, it's, I'm personally being paid, not fact fiend. Because it's in no way related. We don't do facts on this thing. Because yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. doing research something I, mean, I do for two hours. I mean, to be fair, hours. if anything, we probably tell lies by accident. Yeah, <laughs> lies by omission. Yeah, just accidentally quoting wrong facts is probably more of what we do. We've got one here. Oh, my God. Like, if this is real, this is disgusting. Um, someone's giving an example here of the stuff people are charging. And it's, I will p- play your Mario Maker level for $10. Oh. oh, so uh, sorry. I'm just having a little look at the chat myself on my. Oh, I found it. Oh my god, that's awful. Just oh no, that, that, is, that, uh... that made me so sad. Oh. That's so sad. Oh no, why would you do that? Because people because people pay it. Because yeah. if, if they go on a stream and they go, I'll give you ten dollars to play my thing right now. Thing is though, that's beyond doing it for the exposure. 
That's that you is, pay me yeah. to showcase your thing so I can create content that I will monetize. Honestly, like, I mean, depending on how many requests they get, if, if you've got, like, a Twitch streamer who's going, like, let's play some Mario Maker levels and you're asking them to play it, if they've got the time, they should just play it. Like, if you're requesting oh. it, you shouldn't have to pay $10 for it. Like, Just do it as a job lot. I think just like you just get a list and just pick them at random or pick the highest rated ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do it something like that. It shouldn't money should never come into it. If you want to like watch them play your level and you want to give them a, a sub or a donation or whatever, do that. But don't pay ten dollars to let them play oh, your level. That, that is beyond expo- doing it for the exposure because yeah. now you're charging the person to give them the exposure. Yeah, and then you're gonna monetize the content you make from it. And then put sponsor, and then charge sponsors money to advertise against those videos. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's that's that, that's depressing to think about. That's really depressing. The the levels of just like fucking over fans that exist within that um, uh, just circle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to charge the fan to put their content in my video, and then make money from it that I don't give them. Yeah, that's the thing is they're not getting any money back on the. No, the you're, money you're that losing money. Into that. You're paying money. You're paying. Well, I'm going to guess you, you can charge someone ten dollars mm. to put their content in your video. They earn enough money. Yeah, they yeah. earn enough money. Like you're paying them to earn money off your content. Yep. That's I can't think of a way to describe what that is. Bad. <laughs> no, I mean like that's beyond. No, like, it is. Um, it's awful. Exploitative. Like, just don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, that's that's a shit. new level of just exploiting your fan base because they're yeah, that's paying all it you. Is. They're paying you to monetize their content. They're already giving you their time. The audience are giving you their time. It's like, oh, cool. There's this thing I spent I'm 500 hours you. making. Yeah. Here's money to go play it. <sighs> well, on that note, I think we'll bring this to a close. And if yeah. you want to ask less depressing questions than that one, <laughs> um, come check out our... Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Kyle Smallwood. And I will announce this the next stream probably about five minutes before we do it. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody, and for the people who it's were in fun. just the chat already. Well, I'll stay on for a bit longer and do some stuff. Yeah, cool. Actually, do you want to stay on for a bit, Lucas? It's up to you. Uh, I actually have a baby shower that I'm too Oh, shit, you do, to. don't you? Okay. So, yeah.